Yes, sir. 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 This is Nels, aka Big Facts and Full Effects, and you are tapped in the balls. That's more podcast. Yes. Hello. Welcome. Salutations to Ballaholics, new and old. Welcome to Ball Sports Podcast. It's a podcast with balls about balls, and I am Buddha. It's your boy, Dylan, 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 five times, silly hoes. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of five times, um, the A&E biography on uh, Booker T was awesome. Oh, yeah, he's easily lit. Yeah, he's he's extremely underrated. I didn't realize he did that much. Like, I knew he did a lot, but I didn't realize he did that much. Across brands, too. That's That's pretty impressive. I give him that. Um, so how y'all boys doing? Episode 234? Terrible. Lovely, my good man. Indeed. Can't complain. I feel that. I feel that. Um, well, what do you guys want to get into first? I feel like we should get into some wrestling. We need to talk about Vince McMahon and the Shmita Okay, um, so yes, last week, uh, was it Friday? No, 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 no. Um, yeah, well, last week, Friday, it was announced that Triple H was back to uh, work, basically, uh, remain, uh, retaking his role in NXT that he originally had, um, and also retaking his spot of uh, vice pre- executive vice president of talent relations. So everybody's like, cool, NXT, you know, it's kind of been eh lately ever since he's been gone. Monday, uh, well, actually, no, it was also Friday that we get the news that Vince McMahon has retired as the uh, CEO of WWE. And from his spot as creative, uh, head of creative, uh, effective immediately. Um, this definitely came out of nowhere, but uh, it's definitely because of all of the allegations. I know we kind of spoke about them uh, the previous episode or the episode before that, where initially it was a paralegal who had gotten paid uh, money to kind of keep quiet for an affair. And then four more people came out. Um, and it looked like there was a total of about $14 million that were given to these women total. Um, the reason I'm thinking this was a forced retirement is because there was an article that apparently the SEC and the, um, I forget which other organ, I don't know if it's FBI or something like that, they're part of the investigation now too. Oh, so it looks That's like it looks like he might have been taking from WWE funds. To pay these women off. To pay these them? Yes. That boy. Yikes. Yo. Um, well, he did that point. So this is all alleged, but I mean, as they say in Florida, as I mean, shit. Where, 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 where else would you have been taking money from? Right. Right. I mean, his personal account, if he was smart, but he probably didn't want to, you know, exactly 
Boys like that, that boys like that WWE card. Yeah, Ben said, hey, it's my company. I'll just give you the money from... Hey, you check know. me out, bro. Hey, as the, as the cool kids say in Florida, that jit grits. <laughs> Easily. That boy grits and cheese. Easily. Boy, Yo, so, this story get crazier and crazier, dog. Like, every week, it just gets crazier. I mean, being crazier. that he's busy, man, I'm sure... I'm sure he'll, I'm sure being that he's Vince McMahon, and unless they come, these women come out and say a bunch of crazy shit, I'm sure he ain't gonna, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing crazy gonna happen to him, but he definitely Bro, grits. He grits real for real. Like, like, well done grits, bro. Like, the bit ain't got no fluid in it, but it's straight grits, but. All right. So, um, so he, he announces his retirement, and. It is then announced that Stephen McMahon has been promoted to co-CEO along with Nick Khan. Nick Khan, no relation to Tony Khan, who owns AEW. Bro, that um, boy, that Nick, boy Nick came out of nowhere, boy. What that boy was doing he, for WWE? You know, what's crazy is there was this uh, meme that's been going around of, you know, when you play Mortal Kombat and you play, like, the tower mm-hmm. mode. And it's been, like, him beating all these people in the tower, mm-hmm. all these WWE people that have, like, had to leave or that he's, like, gone above power-wise. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean, he was brought in. He's a numbers guy. He's not um, a wrestling guy. Mm-hmm. He's there really just on the business end of things. Um, which is why, like, there was speculation that he might be the whistleblower. Uh, because he's you know looking into he has hands on yeah, all the he's numbers. Looking, he's and, looking, yeah, he's looking at all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah snitch. That. <laughs> yeah, that boy snitch like yeah. a bitch. So, but he proves. Go ahead. He proves. I don't mean to cut you off, but he proves low key why from the beginning of your business you need one of those numbers guys who's not really invested in the business or what you do for the business because this Mister Man thing probably could have been avoided a long time ago. You know what I mean? And, like, right. you need that guy to sit there and be able to tell you, like, hey, bit dog, I know you're into some issues, but, you know, if you're really trying to stay out of trouble, you know what I mean? Like, pockets, this is, this fool, is probably what you want money, to do, fool. you know what I mean? Like, even. Go you know use your money, fool. I'm out here using our bread to fucking settle your dispute. Or even if you want to use the bread, per se, like, do it smartly to where it doesn't exactly come back to the account of the business, bro. You're a publicly, yeah, you're a public, It will, though. That's the thing, though. If you're using our bread, it's gonna come back. I mean, there's there's ways every there's time. ways around it. You know what I mean? But you're a publicly traded comp- you're a publicly traded company now, so it's a little different. You got stockholders. You know what I mean? So it's it's technically not your money per se. Right. You know what I mean? It is, but it ain't. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know, bro. Like I just feel like there was some really poor business decisions that was made on the part of Vince, and he he has mm-hmm. he has to. Like, there's nothing he can really do about it at this point. Well, you know, we I mean, it's kind of been obvious over all of these years that Vince feels like he's untouchable. This is true. It's been clear. Yep. It's been clear by his business practices. It's been clear by the things he has said, the things he has done, how he has treated people. Bro. Um, the man thinks he's untouchable. Bro, Go ahead. I watched a video the other day. I don't know if it was shared in the in our wrestling chat or if it was shared in another in another chat. Ric Flair, you next. But, Freaking he, <laughs> they show like the top 10 most cringe Vince McMahon moments. Yo, oh. listen to me, dog. Him saying the N word was nuts. Yo, that was wild. Like I, I refused to nuts. believe that was on TV, but it really was. 
nuts, bro. Why? He was wearing do rags. Nell was walking around wearing do rags. Yeah, What's up? Yeah, he says it just Wild. like that, and then walks away. And like at first, I was like, Nah, bro. But you can find that whole episode to watch. Like it is clear yeah. as all day. And like my whole right. thing is, it- is like. I'm wondering too, like how much did like Cena, who was in there, Cena and uh, Booker, Booker T, T and Charmel. Yeah, I'm wondering like, did they even see that shit coming? Bro, probably not. Even if they, I'm sure he didn't run that by. Even him. if they did, did they really have a choice? You snap. Yeah, you snap. Like, yeah, you snap. He's the chairman, CEO. He runs creative. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like you're gonna do what he tells you to do. That's true. It is what it is. That's true. So what's crazy is like Vince McMahon, like this. You know, I didn't think we were necessarily gonna be having these this conversation about him until he died because I think pretty much all of us thought he he's gonna die in Gorilla, you know, running a show. Mm -hmm. Like he wasn't gonna he basically wasn't gonna give up power until he died. but here we are, and it's one of those things where, you know, there's so much negative and so much bad shit, but it's like at the same time, it's like, well, fuck, man, he created this. He made wrestling this global sport that everybody loved, because remember back when he took it over, it was a territorial thing. It wasn't on nationally, you know, broadcast television. It was based on your region, where you were at, what you might have seen, what you might not have seen, and... You know, had he not blown it up, Turner would have never gotten in the game with WCW and brought that on major network television because he didn't think it was a, 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 a profiting business. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, you know, he gave us WrestleMania. He gave us all this crazy. He gave us the Attitude Era. Um, but man, there's just so much negative that it makes it really hard to give him any kind of flowers because just because his practices so it's weird like you don't really have that kind of conflict when it comes to people well i guess r kelly now but you know it's one of those things it's like fuck bro like you created this amazing thing but there's so much stuff that has tainted that over the years Facts. it's just you Uh know i i think like so all right this is this is my honest to god opinion on on everything revolving around I think that every man, and this includes me, this includes you, Buddha, this includes you, Dylan, I think we all have our positives and our negatives. I think we have some things that we don't mind sharing with public, and I think we have some things that we don't want to share with public and probably shouldn't. And in the same context, I'm sure there are some things that we would like to do that morality and, and cultural norms just wouldn't allow us to do. So where I think things go completely wrong with Vince is the fact that he's blatantly abusing the fact that he has money and power. Like it's it's blatant. It's not like it's not like he has an issue, right? Like we we know rich and famous people that have issues and you know sometimes we can we can make somewhat of an argument for him depending on how crazy the situation is. But with Vince, it's like, what do you say here? Like, what do you, what can you say in his defense? All his cringe moments, 
Now the NDAs, yeah. the reason why he did the NDAs, all the actions that he's done that is now coming out into public. What can you say to defend him? Well, he's just an he's another Trump. Yeah. Epstein type bingo. of motherfucker, bro. The, the, from that same his blatant tree. racism he's over the years, yeah, his this refusal is, to push black superstars outside—if you're not well, outside not, of the it's, rock, it's really. not just black superstars. It's it's a little beyond. It's black superstars, yeah, and oh, people true. that and people black that really don't fit his mode of wrestler. Like he mm-hmm. showed it even in himself when he started wrestling. He freaking got swollen all day. Right, right freaking didn't work on his legs. That's why his freaking quads gave out on him while he was trying to jump into the ring. When honestly mm. he was in good shape before he gained all the weight. How, how do you how do you tear both quads trying to stand up? <laughs> because your body all out of fucking whack. You got too much crazy shit in your body. You know what I'm saying? And you got to think about it. If you want to be if you want to be completely honest and just, the only person uh, who didn't really fit the mold that had a really good career <clears throat> long term really was mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels and it was because Shawn Michaels had the click low key and because Shawn Michaels didn't give a fuck <laughs> like he tried Vince and honestly I think he tried Vince because he could I don't think there's too many wrestlers who could have did what Shawn did you know what I'm saying but you got to right. think about like all the wrestlers you got to think about all the performers that we've seen leave or even before that have had great potential, great promise, who didn't fulfill that promise. Like, you right. got to think to yourself, like, for example, like, I look at someone like uh, Daniel Bryan, who's Brian Danielson now, if I'm not mistaken. Like, well, that's his actual, that's his name, actual Brian name. name. So, you know, yeah. he was already a star in WWE, but I mean, Jesus, look at him now in AEW. Like, look at him now. Look at how he carries yeah. these matches. Look at how he yeah. does the things in AEW is doing all the things that Vince wouldn't do. Like, I look at a guy like Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy would be freaking uh, washed in the WWE. He wouldn't, bro, he would be nothing but a jobber. And look, in, and in look at his shtick. Look at his, yeah. he can wrestle his ass off, number one, and his shtick is fire. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That, these, that gimmick, the gimmick would not fly these, in WWE. <clears throat> nah, yeah, not he, even he close. He would have never made it out of NXT. Bruh. He would have never made it out of NXT. Freaking Triple H would have loved him. And he would probably would have kept him in NXT because he knows. I mean, he goes to main roster. You want to know what's crazy, Nels? If all of this stuff happened last year, because right, well, actually, before we say it, so now that Stephanie is co-CEO, Triple H has been promoted to head of creative and president of talent relations. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is running the show creatively. So had this happened a year ago. Imagine you have Adam Cole still. Adam Cole's not going to AEW if Triple H is in charge. Mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt doesn't get released if Triple, mm-hmm. H, Triple H is in charge. Uh, Johnny Gargan. The lunatic fringe yeah. stays his ass. Well, Dean Ambrose was already gone at that point. Oh, shit. So, is- like, the, so, but a lot of these guys that made this mo- Samoa Joe, you know, you know, Daniel Bryan, uh, shit, even potentially, oh, no, CM Punk and Triple H don't get along. Never mind. But, uh, um, uh, but a lot of these other guys that have made uh, that jump over, you know, they would be back. And I know Triple H is going to be making a lot of calls trying to get some of the talent back. But obviously, the people that are now contracted with AEW, they're not going to be released. The only way that's going to, the only way they're going to work with WWE, at least between now and when their contract is up, is if WWE says, "Hey, let's do a joint show." That's the only time you're going to see them in a WWE for the next like 
four or five years um, for a lot of these people. Um, if WWE was to do these joint shows with these other promotions, it is game-changing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man, 100%. And honestly, WWE can even ease themselves into it. Call up New Japan, say, hey, do you guys have a wrestler who wants to come do just a, a quick tour of the U.S.? Um, you know, eight shows or something like that. You know, give them a short-term feud that lasts two months, a couple pay-per-view matches, and then they go back to Japan. That way you start getting like, okay, pulling in, and then that can lead to whatever, however you want to do it. That man destroyed Um, mad people, bro. You know who, I don't even want to interrupt you, it just crossed my mind because he just crossed it. Bro, he destroyed Shinsuke Nakamura, dog. Yeah. Yeah. He fucked that shit up. Yeah. He destroyed Shinsuke. I'm thinking to myself, like three years ago, Shinsuke, Shinsuke was supposed right, to be three him. Three years ago, this man really was like that. Shinsuke was really him. So, I mean, I am looking forward though to Triple H's guys finally getting their main event spots. So, I'm excited to see Finn Balor back. We're gonna get the Demon again. The demon will come back. We have not seen the demon. I don't know what Vince had against using the demon character for Finn Balor, but we will be getting the demon back. Um, we're going to see pushes for Kevin Owens, some, like real pushes. Um, Bray. Bray, hopefully hopefully he can bring Bray back We get Bray to see more in. of my dog Seth Rollins. Did you see the thing that he Seth said on Twitter? Seth Rollins, absolutely. When, so, Ricochet. Because Seth talked about how you know he tried to do everything he could over the last six months to earn his spot in SummerSlam. But he was like, mm-hmm. you know, he's apologizing to the fans. And he's like, you know, keep singing my song and I might get a chance. And then Triple H responded back publicly saying, I hear you. I was like, oh, yeah. boy. So Ron's going to get something at SummerSlam. Boy. Um, but, uh, but yeah, man, like, I, I'm just looking forward to some of these guys. Chomp, uh, Tommaso Ciampa. I'm looking for, honestly, you know what? I'm looking forward to some of these guys getting their names back. Some of these guys that have had to, like... Walter. Well, I don't know if that's gonna happen, but um, <laughs> I think he's gonna remain Gunther. I'm talking about the people that had a first and last name that Walter just for no reason had to drop it completely. Name. The ring, yeah. Well, you know the, you know the reason for that though, right? What? That's because the reason they did that is because Walter was his name um, on the Indies, so. They let him use it in NXT, but once he moved to the main roster, they changed it to Gunther because they don't want him to blow up, leave WWE, and then be able to make a bigger name off of Walter. So they wanted to change it to Gunther so that he's known as Gunther. They need to kill that animosity. I don't know, that control they have over one of the guys that he's just stuck on WWE. Like, go yeah. let the man have his so name. So I do hate that, that they make this man change his name after we've already known him as Walter. But... Like I'm saying, like I'm talking about these people, like Matt Riddle. Why is he just Riddle? Can't why can't he be Matt Riddle? That's his name. Why is Austin Theory just? Yes, give him Austin Theory. Like why? Why why, would I don't know what this obsession became with just you know shortening to one name, you know, like but he's been he's been doing that for so for so long. Like Rusev was Alexander Rusev. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa is now just Ciampa, and it's like give that man his first name, bro. Like what is the issue? And give Butch back his goddamn bruiserweight role. Yeah, bro, I hate that. Butch. Butch, bro, they need to go back to being Pete goddamn done. The bruiserweight. Um, 
Yeah, so I mean, I'm excited for Triple H to be in control. I think we're definitely going to see some substantial changes. I do think it's going to take some time. I don't think it's going to be an overnight change. Um, But, I mean, I will say probably after, on or after SummerSlam is when we'll start seeing that uh, imprint of Triple H more. Uh, Just because, you know, Vince had been doing all this building or whatever leading up to SummerSlam. So I imagine they'll probably just see that through. And then, you know, okay, what do we do from here? Um, But I guess Triple H met with all the Raw talent uh, before Raw, his first time being creative. Everything went well. Um, You know, I'm I'm sure Triple H being like, hey, because Triple H is one of the boys at the end of the day. So he's like, look, I'm going to hear you. Like, so I think that kind of plays into what you're talking about, Nels, with uh, Seth Rollins thing. Bro, um, Seth Rollins is about to take more open off, with, boy. With what's going on. And I'm, I'm really happy to hear that Vince's minions are, like, slowly seeing the door. Like, Bruce Pritchard about to be gone. Kevin Dunn oh, should have been leaving? gone. Oh, shit. Most likely. I don't hate Bruce Pritchard. I, I think Bruce Pritchard... Um, people didn't like him for a long time, but he's kind of started to warm up to people. Well, he was... More wrestlers. What's, what's funny, I mean, what's funny is, is, like... As they start to like him more, it's starting to be realized that he was good for his time. I don't know. Yeah, I don't for sure. Know if, I don't know if exactly like the same things that he did that made the WWE successful during the Attitude Era and even Ruthless mm-hmm. Aggression is going to work now. Right. Bring that boy Bischoff back. So, Bischoff, see, Bischoff, mean, that- Bischoff is an interesting concept because, I mean, he has been successful in all eras. So now the question that yeah. you got to ask yourself is, is he going to be successful in this year? Which he might be. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think the person I'm most excited to be gone is Kevin Dunn, though. I've never heard any wrestler in an interview compliment Kevin Dunn. Um, from all accounts, he's an asshole, a douchebag. Uh, this guy who thinks he knows better than anybody what how things should be booked in the wrestling business. Hmm. So, yeah. So I think I'm... More so, so it's happy time that to he's say on his bye way. bye, Kevin. Sad For to sure. see you go. So um, yeah, so you know we'll be we'll, we'll monitor how that's going to change here in the the coming weeks. Uh, but SummerSlam is this Saturday, so I do just want to go over the card real quick. Um, now, as you had already mentioned, originally on that card was Seth Rollins and Riddle, which I think would have been an excellent match. Um, but storyline wise, Riddle is hurt, uh, so I guess they're gonna use that match at another time. It's been speculated the UK pay per view that's gonna be in uh, September. So, yeah, in that place, we'll see. I'm sure Seth will maybe fight somebody from NXT. Um, who knows? Who knows who Triple H will give him? But he'll give him somebody, and it'll be a good match. Whoever they give him. Um, all right, so we he need a win, huh? <laughs> we need to win. Try to see him get his ass Becky Lynch style. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so on the card here, we have yeah. a, a no disqualification match: the Mysterios versus uh, Finn Balor and Damian Priest of the Judgment Day. Ew! Oh, hey, Di- Dominic's gonna join Judgment so Day. So I thought it. So to. I thought it was gonna happen last night. Uh, well, not last night. Monday night. Um, during Ray's 20-year anniversary with WWE because they did the whole segment in the ring. And when Ray was giving his whole speech, Dominic kept pacing. I was like, ah, shit, here we go. And then it didn't happen. It's like, okay. And then they go to the back where they're all taking shots and having a good time. And fucking Rhea Ripley walks in. So happy she's back, by the way. 
She was out with an injury. A lot of people were worried because she had like a like a heart monitor on and a picture she had posted. So a lot of people were concerned. I still don't know what the injury was, but it looks like she is cleared. Uh, you know, so she shows up in a Eddie Guerrero uh, "I'm Your Poppy" T-shirt. Um, you know, basically congrats, congratulating Ray and stuff, and then. Fucking Ray's daughter gets in Rhea's face like she was gonna do some shit, and Rhea just fucking mushed her ass away. And then Bitch. fucking they got uh, Dom pulled him out to the hallway like he was a jit. Uh, Ray follows out there, and then um, Damien and Finn get to whooping up on Ray, dragging him through the hallway and shit, throw him through a table. Hell yeah! So that shit was kind of fire. So yeah, I would imagine during this match or after this match or whatever the case may be. Uh, Dominic joins um, I could see them going all the way through the match because remember before Finn Balor joined he was part of a team with Liv Morgan and AJ Styles and they got they, asked, they definitely got to go through the yeah, whole they match got, they got the ass whooped and it was win. the next night on Raw that uh, Finn decided to join so if it well, no, he gonna, they gonna lose and then he gonna whoop Ray ass after that match. I imagine we're gonna see some big moments somewhere because this is SummerSlam. It is the second biggest pay per view, and now by scale, it's the second biggest pay per view because they're doing it in a football stadium, yep. which usually was was reserved for WrestleMania. Uh, so this is in um, I forget the name of the stadium, but it's in Nashville, wherever the Titans play. Uh, is it Nissan? Is it it's Nissan Stadium? Yeah, I think Nissan it's Nissan Stadium, stadium. bro. Yeah. Yeah, so um I'm I'm looking forward to that. I think it'll be a good match. Obviously Ray still has it. Uh Dom can be good in spurts. I I would be happy with him going from a team with his dad into a faction. So you that know, he's not just on his own trying to figure I, it out. Can I say something though? What's up? Doug, I will say somebody. I will say this much. Bear with me here when I make this comparison. I'm not saying that's what he's going to turn into. I'm just saying what he reminds me of watching like old footage. Chavo Guerrero. Well, he wrestles. He actually wrestles like Chavo, <clears throat> which is that's that's actually a great comparison. What I was gonna say was his growth to progression, in a way, kind of reminds me of The Rock. Like, he's coming in off some family legacy. He's kind of corny, but. You can look at him and be like, yeah, you're not corny because you're actually corny. You're corny because you're with your dad. <laughs> like, because yeah. seeing him do some promos, seeing him talk, seeing him do certain things, I'm like, yeah, he got, he got some potential. Because you got to remember now, like, as much as he trained under Ray, which is Ray, I mean, he mm-hmm. also trained under the Guerreros, too. And please don't act like Eddie was a swaggy. He definitely was. You know what I'm saying? So he shows little parts of him where it's like, okay, I see some Eddie in you, right? We haven't had that void filled since he's been gone, right? That right. that villain that really isn't a villain. You know what Dog, I mean? Like, I would love for him to turn and then come out with the I'm your poppy shirt, has, come out with has, the low rider right, trolling. He has the potential. Ring, bro. Like, that right, would but be he has amazing. The instead, of, instead of that I'm your poppy shirt, it's an I'm your Eho shirt. <laughs> no, the shit would be fire. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and, like, I feel like if he does if yeah, he yeah. does join, um, what's the name of that faction again? Is it just escaping? The Judgment if Day. If he does join Judgment Day, I think judgment it would No, it's, it's the Judgment Day now. Remember to hit the the. Judgment Day. I don't know. 
<laughs> I think I think if he does the go judgment to the judgment day. day for real, for real, like I think it could be similar to you know the Rock joining Nation of Domination. Yeah. Because once Rock joins Nation of Domination, I mean, you see it like day one when he comes back from his injury, like, oh, okay, like. This ain't Rocky Maivia no more. Like, Jid ain't corny no more. You know what I'm saying? So, for for WWE to succeed, I really think they need to look at AEW and the success AEW is having with factions. And mimic Stand that, bro. The factions. Mimic that because shit. Because that way, because when you have these big rosters, it is so hard for people to get time. Correct. But when you use it with the use of a faction, even if they're not in a match or anything like that, they're part of a group who's running in. They're part of something. They're there. They're on TV. You're seeing them. You know, they are contributing somehow, as Shit, opposed to just sitting NXT in did, Look how NXT did with freaking Undisputed Era, right. them boys. But see, but that's what I'm saying, though. Like, they like to do, like, one faction at a time. And it's like, no, like, fucking, let's do Team Warfare here. Like, let's, and I think that's, we're going to see a lot more of that because, you know, Vince, Vince getting, does they're, hate you can tag see it, they're team getting, wrestling. They're, get, they're getting to that, though. You mm-hmm. can tell yeah, that sure. Vince was that. never a fan of tag team wrestling. So I can definitely see that. Plus, Triple H, who was a part of maybe the best faction of all time, um, arguably. Uh, if there's anybody who's going to teach you how to build a faction, you know, it's Triple H. And, and to be honest with you, NXT, in the beginning, had great factions. Yeah. They just went to main roster and shit the bed. And it's not their fault. Right. No, so, um, okay, so yeah, so there's that match. Um, up next, we have The Miz versus Logan Paul. Um, this match will be fine. I think Logan did well at WrestleMania. Yes, he did. Um, he's still green. It'll be entertaining. The Miz is a very safe worker. He'll make sure he looks good. He'll sell for him. So I think this is probably the best pairing for Logan Paul uh, because Miz is kind of one of those guys outside of like a Dolph Ziggler or somebody who is just gonna you know sell their ass off for you. Like Miz is a very safe worker. I don't think anybody. I don't think he's ever injured anybody. Um, so, yeah, that's fine. Um, we have the Raw Women's Champion, uh, Bianca Belair, defending her title against Becky Lynch. This rivalry is a year in the making, and hopefully this is the last chapter of it. Please. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just kind of tired of it. Um, but I get why you built to this, because it was Becky who returned at SummerSlam last year and beat Bianca in 26 seconds. This is the full circle moment. The redemption story. She sure um, did beat her ass in 26 seconds. They, they really did her, size bro. that girl and yes. have to lose like that. So what I'm predicting is going to happen, and if it doesn't happen at the pay-per-view, probably Monday Night Raw. Um, I'm predicting that after Bianca wins, we're going to get a return from a heel Bailey. Hmm. Because mm. Bailey has ha- had a very successful heel run, and she was a- and she was preparing to fight Bianca for the title before she tore her ACL um, training for the match. And that'll be the perfect person to take it from Bianca because Bianca had a nice little she run. Needs, so far, she needs so. an adversary. So yeah, mm-hmm. so Bailey got hurt in July of last year, so it's been a whole year. Um, she is cleared. She's been posting videos of her backstage. She's been posting videos of her kind of making it seem like she's cleared and good to go. 
So I think it's just a matter of when it happens. So Bailey versus Bianca could be an amazing. I'm, I'm all in. Bailey and Bianca would be amazing they, to watch. They've, they've wrestled that. before, haven't they? I don't know. I don't. If they did, it wasn't. It was just like a regular match. Right. Probably wasn't like it. Yeah, 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 but I'm sure probably when maybe when uh, during like a weren't they both in NXT at one point? Not at the same time. But I mean, there was those mm. moments where maybe in like a Royal Rumble, right. okay. they kind of collided, or like maybe the Survivor Series when NXT was involved in that Survivor Series, um, and you had Team Raw versus yeah, Team SmackDown. I think, so. I yeah, think, yeah, I think yeah, maybe I think then were... they crossed paths. But I don't think they've ever had a, a feud or anything like that together, or, or any kind of significant. So, match. Bailey versus Bianca will be I'm, amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally down for that. And it'll be refreshing because I get tired of seeing Becky's face. And the and yeah. not even no her. I get tired of seeing the her with the same people, and then the the Charlottes and then the Ronda Rousey. Like we, we want to well, see a fresh rivalry, right. a fresh. Well, you know hopefully, fresh hopefully we'll be getting um, Sasha and Naomi returning soon. I imagine that's probably one of the first calls Triple H has made um, since being back in charge. Yeah. I'm sure he wants to right that mm-hmm. wrong. Um, I just want to know. I just, just want to know what happened. <laughs> They, well, honestly, they felt. I, I believe from, I believe a lot of the story that was told was, you know, that they felt disrespect. This isn't the first time that Sasha's done this, um, but it was Sasha and Bailey's idea to bring a women's tag team championship in. Mm-hmm. You know, so when they won those inaugural titles. And then they lost them to the Iconics on some bullshit on a random episode or whatever. They said that, you know, Sasha threw a hissy fit and left. But Sasha was like, no, like, you tried us. Like, just because we're not the flavor of the month or whatever, like, we're solid workers here that are want to do something and elevate these titles. You're going to put it on like, just a... You're just gonna, exactly. Like, you're just going to put it on a couple pretty girls who you think are cool. That aren't even here now. Exactly. So, and then, you know, Sasha left for like a good three months. She went, during that time, she went to Japan. She kind of just had to refresh herself and get back in touch with who she is. And then she came back and, you know, she had her heel run. And then Bailey turned heel. They had her, her she had her heel run. They're and, amazing WWE and, wrestlers. They know exactly how to do their Sasha job. knows her worth. And Sasha values those tag titles. So when she sees that, Okay, on the main event of Raw, you're going to pit the tag team champions against each other in a championship scramble match where one of you is going to win to go on to challenge the Raw Women's Champion, and then the other of you is going to win a match on SmackDown to challenge the SmackDown Women's Champion, which will effectively not involve tag Split titles off. at all. Like, So what happens to the championships at that point? So now we're going to go months with just these titles sitting somewhere? Right. So they were like, no, we are champions already. Like, thank you for wanting to give us that opportunity, but we are tag team champions. If you're not going to respect this, we don't need to be here. They put the titles on the table and cleared it. They just need to do a better... They should have did a better job with their tag team division outside of... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, like, that's what I'm saying. Vince hates tag team wrestling. They were putting terrible... They were putting terrible lineups together. Well, you got Tamiya and freaking... Awful. Awful. And what's her name? Nia Jax. Like, well, you, ain't, you didn't know what to do. They need to put Oscar with the other little Chinese girl and had them run some shit. 
Like, no offense, you know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to say but that would be fire to well, watch. I think they're going like, to call up Io Shirai from NXT. Yeah, I, I was about to say, like, what happened to her and well, old girl from, from NXT? I, like, they used to be going crazy. Well, no, she was on the team with um, Kyrie Sane. That's what I'm saying. What, what happened to Kyrie both of them? went back to Japan because that's where her family still lived yeah. and stuff. And she just, she wanted, she was homesick. She wanted to be with her family. So man, get them girls they visas, bro. Get that family that visa. So, so, the house you got the bread. You got the bread for it, ain't them? Yeah. I'm just saying. But they were nice enough. They, they, they were nice bro. enough to let her stay on the WWE payroll, though. When they when oh, they, they let did? her go back oh, to Japan, okay. and she she was just an ambassador. So she would like be their ambassador in Japan and go to events there and stuff like that on behalf of WWE. Man, they need to bring her whole family down. Shit, Alabama did it for two. No, hey, honestly, Alabama did it for two. Tonga Viola. So shit, WWE do honestly, it for Kyrie. I'm okay with Kyrie Sane can stay in Japan. I'm Io Shirai is who I need to get called up to uh, Yo, the main roster and tag her with Oscar. Give them somebody who speaks well. Um. In English, no offense right, to give either him a of them. Because I, I am entertained when Oscar like says her little things, but it's like she goes. She has charisma. Yeah, somebody that so has much charisma, but it's, terrible language. Barrier, exactly, but it, it's only going to go so far, you know. There, yeah, there's only so much you can do sweat. with that from a promo standpoint without someone bearing a heavy load. <laughs> So whether you put them with a Paul Heyman or you put them with somebody else who's just a good mouthpiece to have, um, shit, bring Paige back even. Because Paige. Paige was their manager right. when she was teaming with Kyrie Sane. Paige was the manager for a while. I love me some Paige, boy. <coughs> right, they ain't you doing that. Yeah, so, um, so there's a lot of different things you could do there. Uh, but anyways, so we'll see. We kind of just went on, on a tangent there. So bring us back. Um, so yeah, but Bianca Belair beats Becky Lynch. I think she has to, and we'll move on from there. Um, up next, Pat McAfee versus Happy Corbin. Definitely looking forward to this match. Um, this actually has one of the best stories being built, considering Pat and Happy were, uh, roommates when they were both rookies on the Indianapolis Colts. Um, so there's already that built-in story of them being real friends, and then, once Baron Corbin became became this happy Corbin guy, you know, Pat's like, I don't you became this douchebag that like no one can, you know, even deal with or whatever. Um so I think this will be an entertaining match. We know what Pat McAfee can do in the ring. Um we know what Baron Corbin can do in the ring. I think Baron Corbin's definitely underrated and slept on. Boy, I mean, he is hey, we watched we watched Jet live and he was snapping, bro, boy. Snapping, bro. Baron Corbin is a Baron Corbin is a creative character on yeah. WWE. His boy. deep six is nasty. His boy, end of got days the best is moves nasty. in WWE. He has one of the most protected finishers in WWE. I think only one person's ever kicked out of the end of days. I mean, um, the name of it, bro, it's called The End of Days. The name of that and shit is fire. Like, it's so original. Like, bro. The, the one thing that I miss, and I hope they bring it back after they're done with this Happy Corbin gimmick, I miss his original music. His original music was That Lone Wolf shit was fire. Hard, yes. So, yeah. they need to bring that shit back. Yeah, they need wolf. to bring back some of that swagger, though, that Lone Wolf, like, I'm on my own type shit. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, bro. Because now he has a, he know how to talk now. Like it seems that at first he was real quiet and shit, but now he seems to know he know his way around the mic. So you could really bring him back on that shit. That Happy Corbin shit kind of corny. It was cool for the time that it was cool. It's dead now. 
Like, right. like was, entering, was, like, like entering was, to this. Right, you sound like a nigga that's supposed to be whooping niggas' ass for real. Because you had those lights that would come up in different sections. Yeah, that was dope. He, it, it was dope. And then, and then, because it has that Batista element where you get the break in the music, and then that yeah, shit was fire, bro. That's good. That is, oh that my. is like throwback. What's crazy is they need music. to have his ass. They need to have his ass go away and come back to that yeah. shit. Well, that's what I'm hoping. Maybe he, um, you know, if he loses this match, maybe this kind of reverts him. Yeah, yeah, like reverts him back to whatever. You know, I honestly wouldn't even mind a face Corbin. We haven't seen it before. We've never seen a face Corbin, right? No, nah. He's because when he was that lone wolf, he was just a quiet ass whooper. Mm. So I could even I could like go back to that character, but be a face. You can still be that quiet ass whooper. And the thing is. If he came back as that character, grow his hair back out. Yeah. <laughs> grow your you hair mean, back out. Where, where was Come back where that was character? Stato, the, top and shit? Oh, God, no. The, no, no. The skullet. The, crowd, the skullet, yeah, no the, skullet, bro. The, the crowd will go nuts, no, bro. But you could have him be like, because he's a big dude. So you could have him be one of those, like, protector guys. You know, some of these smaller dudes mm-hmm. get picked on by some of these bigger superstars. He comes in like, hey, all right, bro. Yeah. Facts. You know, and and he can, and we know what he can do on the mic. So, I even if you keep him here, what I don't care. He needs to go back. He has potential to be a WWE champion in a good way, and it's just they're not using him properly. Really does. So I I hope that'll change. Um, If Christian was able to be WWE champion, bro, and I'm sorry, I'm not the biggest Christian fan. I don't care what people would say. Unpopular opinion. But if Christian could do it, bro, come on, Christian. Christian and Christian carried for a little bit too now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Christian, Christian was ass to me, bro. Ash, you WWE historian, you. Yeah, you know. Yeah, all right, uh, Christian was L to replay. All right, I'm gonna keep this going. Um, so, uh, up next we have United States Championship match: uh, Bobby Lashley versus Theory. Um, I see Bobby Lashley retaining here. This is kind of typical booking that they do with the money in the bank winner. They kind of tend to job out to people for a while, and then they cash in and win the world championship. That's kind of been WWE's, like, MO um, with with how this goes. So, yeah, I expect Bobby Lashley to win here probably pretty dominantly. I don't like that. Me neither. Yeah, but it's Bobby Lashley, though. He's not about to beat Bobby. Yeah, that's fair, but I'm saying, like... Make him look a little strong, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, shit. If they want to show you supposed to be a champion, you need to show your ass in this match. Like, show niggas that you can really put some work in on a bigger character that'll have people like, okay, you really real like, that's like what, that. That's bro, what I so. Even that's if you it, lose, I, I don't mind him losing. But come on, bro, like, get, don't get your ass with. right though, man. Like, make him look like somebody worthy of holding a belt. Like, that's the one thing that usually makes me mad. About freaking the money in the bank. It, it doesn't matter who has it. It's just like they do look pie for months. Then they up out of nowhere get mm-hmm. the belt, and you're just sitting there like, bro, like, why the fuck does you got the belt? Like at least, and crazy because it be coming, it be they be putting them in hands of people that be think that people think right. it's pie already. Like when Miz got it, I was like, man, right. God, damn. So at least at All least right. have him at least what have him fight well. Have him put hands on Lashley and at the end be like, I don't lie to you. That boy, you know that boy did saying? his like, thing. That I boy, Lashley, might have almost that, lost. 
He need to be cerebral, bro. For he real, need to cheat, listen, bro. Let me tell you. Get knock the referee out by accident and get the beating Bobby ass. Let me, with, let me with, tell you illegally, let me tell you like do something. I'm saying this now because they got something good with theory. Because for what it's worth, just snapped in in the actual Money in the Bank match. Like right. he actually did. He's very talented. He did good, bro. Like I remember telling you, Buddha, I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "Damn!" Like that drop, that standing drop, that rolling drop. So yeah, he do like, so. That's, so like, what I've been, what I've like, been this saying, snapping, like he can, he can go. Right. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but I know I've said it before, um, whether it's in a group chat or amongst y'all, whatever. Um, theory reminds me a lot of the the very first iteration of Randy Orton mm. in 2002, before he was the Viper, before when he had his hair grown out. And he, he was, was just, just athletic, a, young he and was athletic just a smug shit. asshole. Wrong. Just yeah. very raw, young, athletic, yes. didn't really know what he was doing. Just a smug piece of shit. I, I, theory is that, but he just takes selfies. Like, that's like the... Which is a great gimmick. Like, it's, it's, it's this like generation. I actually, I actually like that. I do. It's That's pretty good. The, the athleticism, the body, he has all of those attributes. He's good on the mic. You know? Yeah, it's just kind of... Yeah, he's not terrible. I wouldn't mind if he beat Bobby, but he, the way he got to beat Bobby for me is you got to pull out the John oh, yeah, Cena yeah, chain. Yeah, yeah, it can't be clean. Do something it can't dirty. be clean. You got to you got to pull the John Cena you got to you got to pull the John Cena lock and key the lock chain out and knock his ass out. This is all I'm saying. So check me out. This, this is this is kind of what I've been thinking about. You know, I love I love old WWE WWF. You know I do, bro. I love the old Intercontinental Championship. You know what I'm saying? I love the old US Championship when it was with WCW. Like I love 90s to like mid 2000s wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. So here's here's things where I felt like here's why I think Money in the Bank should be given a lot stronger. I think Money in the Bank right now is kind of what King of the Ring was back in the day. And whoever won King of the Ring was supposed to be that guy. I'm going to pause your thought real quick. By the way, I hope that's something that Triple H brings King back. of the Ring? The King of the Ring tournament. But, okay, yeah. so King of the Ring. So let me, it, let me ask this then. So before I even continue, is this supposed to be like a Raw SmackDown thing? Or is this something you say for NXT since NXT has had all the old school events like Great honestly, American Bash and whatever? Honestly, have it, have it for all everybody, three brands. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All of them. All of them niggas all of them. that shit. That's, that's actually not bad. So this is going to boost somebody. Yeah. It's going to boost somebody. Make a whole, make a whole tournament day. and do one of them things where you put a bunch of the, the balls in the, in the uh, rotating thing, like the lottery type thing. And you pick out. That's how you determine the bracket type shit. Mm. See, because the thing, because the thing about it is, think about this for a second, bro. Let me let me tell y'all, King of the Rings, up until twenty. Let's do two thousand, even twenty ten. Twenty ten is the last time I was like, all right, this is kind of dead. You had Bret Hart winning it in ninety one, and ninety three when mm-hmm. they brought it back. Owen Hart winning it in ninety four. Mabel winning it in ninety five. Stone Cold went in in 96. Triple H went in in 97. Right? Ken Shamrock winning it in, in 98. Billy Gunn winning it in 99. Um, Kurt Angle in 2000. Edge in 2001. Brock Lesnar in 2002. They brought it back in 06. Booker T won that. William Ringle in 08. And even after the fact, Sheamus is 10. Bad News Barrett is 15. Baron Corbin is 19. And Xavier was winning in 21. 
these guys who won it, like even before and after they won, them boys was on a roll. Like this was uh-huh. legit. It was a legit win. Like these guys were strong, right? These guys got a little push. Whether it was mid card, whether it was high card, it doesn't matter, right? They got the push. Money in the bank. Shit, when Bo- when Booker won it, it spawned one of the best gimmicks. King like, Booker. Of that, of right. that era. It spawned what, it, it spawned King, what got him into the King Hall of Fame. Booker. And his wife. Yeah. Like, it spawned what got his wife into so the like, Hall of Fame. So it's like in the same context, why is why is money in the bank not the same way, bro? Like, you just beat, you just beat five other solid competitors, bro. Like, you ain't pie. But now you out here getting whooped by the same. But like, I mean, who was the last? Who was the last money to bank winner before him? Mm. Mm. Last year it was, uh, was it Otis. Oh God, no! Otis was twenty twenty, I believe. I feel like this is the only time they really fucked up is when Otis won. That, was, that was trash, bro. I feel like that's. I feel like who was last year though? Last year, I want to say last year was Big E. Big E, that's right. I don't feel. That's what I'm t- I don't feel like. I don't feel like the prestige of the guy that wins money in the bank okay. is terrible. I feel like you know this particular case. He's just like you know. He's not as interesting, you think? Because because back, it's just, it's not that he's not as interesting. Is that he happened? Like it's the fact that it's. I think it's this Vince's fault with this this particular one. Is like you pushed him so much. He made him oh, okay, United okay, States okay, champion. Okay. Then you okay, had him, you know what I'm saying? And then it's like, knowing he's about this, you're probably going to have him in the money in the bank and you want him to win that. So it's like, you can't really give I can't give you everything. Yeah, like, Because now if you win money, because now I say, like you said, money in the bank is the, is the thing that makes people just, oh shit, when he going to cash it? Because I love the thing he does when Roman comes out there, he goes standing his ass at the ramp, no fear. Like, nigga, I can cash this on you tonight. Yeah, that's type true. Shit. Like, but at the same time, you can't, I can't have you winning, I can't have you beating um, Bobby Ford. Now, if you beat Bobby Ford, I ain't gonna lie to you. you gotta and lose. I mean, also too on because you can't you can't win both. Because now, if you you're not, what are you about to do? Lose the world championship and then still have the United States right. title, or you gonna lose the United States which, title and still keep the like? Which gonna, is why I say which, which, which is why I said he's got to lose. Yeah, yeah. Bobby's got to win that match. Either got to lose or you got to win. And, and he better and he better not the, he better not, it better not be a failed cash in leader because. There's been some failed cash-ins that don't even make sense. Like, Baron Corbin had Damian Sandow. Baron Corbin. Corbin, Baron Corbin won it, and then he failed his cash-in against Jinder Mahal. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what that makes no sense. won it and then failed the cash-in against Roman Reigns. Yep. That makes no sense. Damian Sandow failed John Cena. John Cena. Who the fuck is Damian Sandow? Damian he was, remember, he was Miz's stunt double for a while. That was a great game, too. He was fire. He was dressed as, Oh, yeah. He, he, would, he, he, would, he, he would, when Miz move. would have somebody in the headlock in the ring, he'd be on the side. He would have somebody in the headlock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He great. could lose. He's going to a few, I'd be yeah. like, yeah, you could lose your, you could lose. Well, you should, in that you case, you shouldn't have won it. John Cena. You shouldn't have right. won it. Right, you shouldn't have That's what I don't like. I don't like when you win it and lose. Like, it's like, then what was the point? But I also feel like, it shouldn't be guaranteed that you because you bro, get the shit you bro, win John every Cena, time. You shouldn't have to. It, it shouldn't be a guaranteed win every single time John, somebody wins that. But it gotta make sense. If you lose, it gotta make right. sense. Like the like Baron losing to that trash ass dude that he's better than ten times over makes no sense. Damian Sandow losing to John Cena makes sense. Yeah. Like you could come in and get your ass beat in ten seconds by John Cena, Damian Sandow. Like I'm sorry, but like theory. Coming in, like him being this, because he has skills. So him coming in on some shit at the end of a, 
last man standing match and winning, it makes sense. If he would have come in at the end of a last man standing match and lose, I'm gonna be like, come on now, like who the hell? What did the what did the champion get all this burst of energy? Unless unless it's unless you make a good story behind it, like that's why I like the fact that Roman is champion because it's like the Usos play such a role to where it's like nigga, you could come cash this and still lose, so you better hope. That we knocked out too when you come out here and cash this. So, so we come out here and fight right, that Let's not get up. too ahead of ourselves because I do want to discuss that segment. Um, so, real quick before we get into the bloodline section of this card, uh, for the SmackDown Women's Championship, we have Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. Um, I think that if. Whew, there's really no way Ronda is going to win this match if WWE is smart. Unless she's turning heel and cheating. Yeah, she's definitely not winning that match. If she wins clean as a face, they are dumb because Liv Morgan is over and what was the point? They're not. There's no way Liv, There's no way she beats Liv Morgan. I feel like she loses and beats Liv Morgan's ass. Right. And I'm fine with that. Totally fine with that. I, I personally, I don't think Liv should have the title, uh, but here we are. So I don't think she should be losing it within the first month because then, again... What's the point? What uh, the my point? fear is, though, that let's say this is just a, you know, live wins, Ronda goes away. Um, mm-hmm. It makes me scared because then I know who's coming up next, and it's probably going to be Charlotte Flair returning. Um, because uh-huh. now that Charlotte has uh, finished her, her wedding and honeymoon, um, she had her little surgery. She's back. Um, Pretty sure she's cleared, so I imagine she's going to be returning sometime in the very near future. What's the next big pay per view after SummerSlam? Um, well, the one they're doing in the UK is big because it's a stadium show. Uh, it's their first time doing a stadium show in the UK. I can see Rhea getting. Is Rhea here on the same well, show? No, Rhea's on Raw. So Rhea was supposed to oh. go against Bianca before Rhea got hurt. Ah. Yeah, so I don't know what's going to happen with I that. Or... I can see Rhea taking that belt. Yeah, uh... who knows. Um, so we'll see, but... Who, who the hell's on SmackDown? Oh, nobody. Uh, That's the problem. They ain't got nobody well, on that And bitch. they do, they just need to start building people up. Like Shayna Baszler. Like, if she gets to how she was in NXT. That's who needs, and honestly, that's, that's another one of Triple H's. So she could be built up. That's who needs to go in and take that next, bro. Yeah. Shayna like, definitely could like, go in and I take could that see, next. Like, I wouldn't mind seeing Ronda start a, a faction with Shayna and, like, Natalia because, like, they were besties and then they started beefing. And Natalia's been yeah, teaming with Shayna. And Shayna and Ronda are besties in real life. So it's like... Listen, I can't stand Natty, but I'm, you got to work with what you got. And there's really Man. not much to work with. Fire her! That's how you work with what you... <laughs> you got re- to the- replace her. You got to replace her first, though. Oh my Cause, gosh! Because there really ain't nobody. What you want, Dana Brooke in that spot instead? Ugh. Nah. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring back, uh, bring back Wolf Girl from Wolf Girl. Biff fired. Big fired. The girl, the girl from uh, yeah. yeah. God damn, bro. Hey, squad was fought. Or, the, where, or where Bill do drop at. <laughs> Bill, Just, let's get, get do drop oh, now, bro. God, get, ew. No, do drops on raw. Do drops on raw. What's up with little dude? What's up with little do drop? Where's Alexa Bliss? Alexa Bliss is on Raw. Bro, what's up with little? Hey, what's up with little Dewdrop, man? Hey, hey, hey! I fuck with. I don't care what y'all want to talk about. I fuck with Dewdrop too. I fuck with Dewdrop. I 
She better than man, dude, she better than Nia Snacks. I'll tell you that. Oh my god. She better than what? What? She knows what? She better than live. Whoa, why'd you call her that, bro? I didn't say that. You misheard me. It was an error with the mic. I no, said Jax, bro. No, <laughs> Yo, you, you're a wild boy. But she better than Liv no, Morgan, bro. <laughs> so the only other women... What you don't like about Doudrop, bro? Because Doudrop, as far as I'm concerned, Doudrop the rest of No, Doudrop straight. Honestly, I just hate the name Doudrop. I want her to go back to her her name, Piper Niven. That's what she was in NXT. Okay, the name is yeah. ass. The name is ass. I'll give you that. But I didn't see her in that ring, and I'm like, hey, this big bitch. Whoa. All right, so you, you want to know the you want to know what women are, on, <laughs> Dylan? You want to know what women are on SmackDown? Yes, Aaliyah. Uh, who the fuck is that? That's one of them little Barbie yep. girls they be having out there yep. come out there randomly. Yep. Oh, uh, Charlotte. Oh, and that Rodriguez big back ass chick out there. Oh, yes, yes. How I'm getting there. Uh, Charlotte Flair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Hey, yo. Uh, Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans, she's she, she not bad. She's she not terrible. She trash, she but she not terrible. Um, right? She better than she better than Natalia. Natalia, technically Naomi, and she Sasha Banks. They need to come back. They need them back. Rock, Raquel Rodriguez, the big back. Um, big, big back ass. Big, big back. She needs she 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 good. She uh, yeah, Ronda Rousey, um, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi is another one they should heat up. I like, I Shotzi. like Shotzi too. I like Shotzi. Um, Sonya Deville. Nope. Zaya um, <laughs> nope. Lee is another good one that they haven't used. I like Zaya. So they like got Zaya. a couple they people. They just haven't mouth, used them. She just need a mouthpiece. She just need yeah. a mouthpiece. Bruh. Listen, but I like Zaya. So you can put Zaya, Oscar, and fucking uh, Io Shirai Io together. Shirai. That shit I'm nuts. in a little fashion. Man, all right. All right. Let's, let's all right. keep moving. Hold let's on. keep moving. All you had something to say before we move? Stop trying my dog, Lil Dude. Stop trying. All right. Uh, <laughs> Lil Dude, No, he said Lil Dude. See, ladies, he said Big Dude. You see that shit? Y'all, y'all are wild. Nels, you wild for calling Nia Jax nice. That's now. what you said. And Dylan, and Dylan, you wild for calling Dude Drop Big Dude. I can't wait to run. So, <laughs> big dude so on that note, I'm going to move on to the I next match. I can't wait to run this uh, back, bro. Listen, Yo, so. Yo, I said Nia Snacks, bro. Uh, we are now. <laughs> we are That's now. crazy how y'all thought that girl like that. <laughs> Just when, when she first came out, we used to talk good, good, about who? good things about that girl. About now, we was like, damn, she's kind of straight. Bullshit, not me. <laughs> she been hurting everybody. I've never been a fan of Nia Jax. I know, I'm not, no, I ain't talking about her wrestling. I'm just talking about, you know what I'm saying, her in general. Like, we used to, before she went to hurting motherfuckers, we used to be like, damn, like, who, she pretty. I don't damn. know who we, but that's I mean, a whole lot of women. For the record, ah, I did not talk, for the record, <laughs> I did bad about her. her like that. I like her. I think she's crazy. You know, it seems like you're really defensive about it, Nelson. Almost like somebody who would have called her Nia Snacks. So I'm going to keep Ooh, moving. Um, up, up next for the undisputed bad. WWE Tag Team Championships, we have the Usos versus the Street Profits with uh, special guest snacks. referee <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. J E double F J A When did that happen? Uh, that happened uh, a week and a half ago. About a week ago. Um, so, That's lit. yeah, because. 
What is old ass? What his old ass look like right now? He looks now? like Jeff Jarrett. He just looks a little bit older. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but like he still That's like he looks the same though. Answer. He look like Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> really, I mean, I mean, he really don't. He really don't look. I think maybe because he's just been in the wrestling business for so long. Like you know how Ric Flair's looked the same for the past seventy years. Like until now. Oh well, yeah, now yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that boy, like yo, his way. Once you stop wrestling, yeah, that yeah. shit is 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 tough. Um, but uh. Uh, by the way, Ric Flair has his final that match boy. on Sunday against Jeff Jarrett. That boy like, uh, uh, like, sh- like a shell of on some show, independent literally. at some independent show. It's Ric Flair and Andrade, who's his son-in-law, versus um, Andrade. They really got to bring that boy nope, back. He's, he's locked in with AEW. Um, Andrade versus Jeff Jarrett bro. and Jay Lethal. Um, Where's Jay Lethal? So, Le- man, bring back, hey, bring back Gorilla Monsoon. Like, AEW too? Pretty sure he's dead. You said Jay Lethal. Hey, bring back Monsoon. Jay Lethal's in um, Ring of Honor slash uh, AEW. That's my dog. Them boy still ain't bring the monster AEW Abyss. Uh, Abyss works for WWE. This big guy need to get in there. He's just ring. on their creative team. He's not a wrestler anymore. I think he retired from in ring. Um, anyways, so well, bring bring LAX. You know. I really don't want Jarrett to get involved in this match at all. I hope he's in there just to count the one, two, three. I don't want any shenanigans or bullshit from him. Um, okay, it's I know somebody's gonna get, somebody's <laughs> gonna hit with a guitar for sure. Someone, someone's probably gonna get called slap nuts. Um, yeah, so I he going Jeff Jarrett. I really don't know what to pick here. I everything in me tells me the Usos just retain. Um, Stone Cold, Stone Cold, gonna come in and stun the Jeff Jarrett ass, and then he gonna be a <laughs> Um, but I'm, I don't know, man. I I kind of want the Street Profits to get it. I'm afraid if Street Profits don't win this match, it's gonna be the end of the tag them as a tag team. Um, I just don't know yeah. how eager they are in this Montez Ford um, singles push. Um, it makes me concerned they're gonna break up because they've been giving Angelo Dawkins a lot of time to shine recently. Mm-hmm. Um, which has me worried that they are going to break up the team. Um, which isn't good. I don't like the fact that they're, they're a good team. I don't, I don't like them breaking up. Me neither. Um, especially because we're, there really isn't a lot of tag teams. So uh, I kind of want them to see it there. So I'm, I don't know. Um, let's give it to the Street Profits for now. Um, and then, you know, the Usos kind of have to get back in the good graces of Roman Reigns. Uh this could be an excuse to have Roman Reigns around more. Uh, he's like, oh, y'all can't do it without me. I let y'all handle business on your own. Y'all can't do it without your tribal chief, I guess. Boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so, yeah, we'll see what happens there. Um, and then the main event for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship, Roman Reigns defending his titles uh, against Brock Lesnar in a last man standing match. Um, this keeps getting billed as their last match ever, which only leads me to believe that this will not. Um, so I, I've kind of, I had this prediction uh, a little over a month ago, um, after Theory won the, uh, Money in the Bank, and he kind of said, whoever wins, uh, between Brock and... Roman, I will cash in and, you know, become champion. So Liar! I'm under the impression that, uh... Okay. 
Drew Mac. I'm gonna do a rewind a little bit. Drew McIntyre has a match against Sheamus on Friday. Uh, the winner of that match is basically the number one contender for the championship at that UK uh, pay per view. Right. Obviously, Drew is winning that match. Um, she. Drew, you're not gonna have two heels as your main event of um, that pay per view in uh, the UK. You're gonna want somebody who's gonna get a huge pop from the crowd over there. So it's got to be Drew. Um, but uh, so because Drew's gonna win, I have a feeling he's going to win the titles at that pay per view to have that big moment in front of that crowd. That being said, Roman should not be getting pinned yet. Roman has not been pinned since 2019. I don't think he should be pinned yet. Um, so I believe he will win this last man standing match via, uh, you know, cheating of some sorts, even though there's technically no rules, so you can't cheat. But I imagine the Usos get involved, help keep Brock down something, or they lower something like on a forklift onto Brock to where he's unable to actually stand up, even though he probably could. Um, something like that, uh, I imagine, is going to happen, which will then signal a triple threat match at that UK pay-per-view, because I think that would do even bigger numbers. Uh, Roman versus Brock versus Drew, and then Drew pins Brock for those titles at that pay-per-view. That way, Roman loses the belts, uh, but isn't involved in the decision. So for that to happen, there has to be some kind of fucked up finish. Um, I don't think Austin Theory cashes in. I think he kind of, you know, like we were saying earlier, the Usos do their job and kind of prevent that from from happening as well. Um, any thoughts from you, gentlemen? No, I like what you said, bro. Uh, I like it. Um, I can see that. All right. So that's that on the WWE. I do quickly want to just say... Uh, also this weekend is UFC 277 uh, the main card I'll just let you know the main matches on there in the light heavyweight division uh, Magomed Ankalaev versus Anthony Lionheart Smith uh, that should be a really good fight I hope Smith gets the win he's kind of been one of those guys who's been a gatekeeper as of late uh, because every every important fight he gets he kind of has lost uh, and then he'll rack up a few more wins and then you know, lose an important one. So I hope that kind of he can get himself back into contention because I like him a lot. Um, in the heavyweight division, we got Derek. My balls are hot. Uh, Lewis versus Sergey uh, Pavlovich. Um, yeah, I like Derek Lewis, but Sergey is fifteen and one. Damn. Derek Lewis is twenty six and nine. Uh, Derek Lewis is Derek Lewis the hometown boy though. They're gonna be, he he's from Texas. They will be in Texas, so who knows? Maybe that'll Derek gonna get his ass put to sleep. Um, in <laughs> I can see his big ass now, flat on his face. In the co-main event for the Should flyweight title, Brandon Moreno. That's crazy. <laughs> Uh, dropping bond straight hey, hammer fist to that boy. Listen, if he ain't putting in work, he the one getting work for real though. Like Dang Lewis got Yo, some sloppy ass bro. knockouts, bro. Like, 
Right. No, that's that's real. Right. Nigga be having knockouts while he about to he about to get knocked out his damn self, be halfway to the ground and throw a punch, buddy. That's the thing about that heavyweight division, man. You just never know how that shit's gonna go. Yeah. He be halfway to the ground, throw an overhand, all of a sudden knock your ass out, bro. It is over with, man. You hear me? Yeah. Um, That's funny. So, the co-main event for the flyweight title, Brandon Moreno defending his title against Kai Kara France. Kai Kara France is in that same camp with Alexander Volkanovsky and Israel Adesanya. Uh, he good. So, yeah. Good. So, I'm, I'm pulling for him. Um, and then, in the main event, the rematch for the women's bantamweight title, uh, Juliana Pena defending her title against the person who she beat for it, Amanda Nunez. That's going to be a good fight. Yes. I ain't even going to say who's going to win because Nunez can easily go in there and get half like put to sleep again. Right. <laughs> Nunez got hella cocky that last fight. That was her problem. She, she did. I think, I think she was out of shape too because um, that was her lower weight class. I think she had a trouble with the weight cut. She looked really sloppy when she was fighting. I blame the fans. <laughs> the fans don't hype her goofy yeah. ass up. Goofy. Hey, but uh, but it's the same I, thing I, for I Ronda. But Ronda used to walk in there. Ronda walked in that bit thinking shit sweet. I, I had put the sleep too. Watching, watching um, Ultimate Fighter, and I'm not all the way through the season yet. But I will admit, Julia Pena does know her shit. Mm-hmm. She does know her shit. Like, oh yeah, she's very hey, smart. There's a reason why she got like. She she in the beginning from what I've seen so far I'm not done yet but Pena's fighters have been washing uh, Nunez fighters bro and Pena like really like giving them good ass tips like uh, mm-hmm. in a lot of different ways. Nunez look like somebody that don't know how to do nothing but work on herself. She don't look like somebody that's supposed to be out here coaching yeah, nobody. I can see that too. I can see that. But she but I'm telling you, bro, like I'm definitely looking at Pena differently. And then she don't she got she a language barrier it's too. Not, it's not a terrible barrier. It's not terrible. It, it just yeah. yeah. You coach when you coaching a bunch of yanks. It is <laughs> <laughs> you coaching a bunch of yanks, but you need to speak English. Oh good. man, Dylan! <laughs> Dylan annoying dog. Dylan might be the most annoying person. Dylan I know. lit. Can't be coaching a bunch of yanks and have an accent. Bro. And on top of that, too, that. she's like it's kind of it sounds like a little like Portuguese, uh, so it's a lot. Oh yeah, she grits. <laughs> she grits. I think they're both. I think, no, I think they're both uh, from Brazil. Pena speak. Oh no, never mind. Pena's Pena's yeah, American. Pena speak perfect mind. English. Yeah. Oh yeah, she grits. No white girls don't know what the fuck, and you know they'll do it on purpose. They'll purposely act like she don't know. I have no idea. Facts. <laughs> that's facts. You she grits. Sorry. That's funny. All right. Man. Well, that's that's that on that. Um, what else do I got to talk about? NFL shit. Um, we're still waiting to hear from Judge Sue Robinson uh, regarding Deshaun Watson. You know, our luck, it'll probably be announced tomorrow after we've already done this podcast. But, you know, that's kind of how news tends to break for us. Um, but I do believe... Didn't somebody just get paid? Kyler Murray? Kyler. Uh, did you hear... Did you Kyler hear, Murray. Did you hear them boys ain't winning the ring. No talking about it. Do you hear what they added to the contract? He is required to study four hours outside of team facilities. <laughs> that boy, he looked like he'd be out of playing street ball anyway. Himself. He said, like, 
He said some recklessness, bro. I was reading and I was like, that boy did not say that, but he really did, bro. Like he That's exactly well, why they put that in I his contract because he said I don't that. know if y'all saw online, but there was this graphic put, uh that was put out. I don't know if it's if it's real or not. I'll just say that now. Um, but it was a graphic showing Kyler's productivity um as far as like on the field and where he kind of started to fall off in the season, like towards like that last quarter of the season, was right around when Call of Duty came out. And like that boy went to playing Call of Duty and said, "Fuck all that." Right. So like, like there's like stipulations. That boy about, wild. Like, yeah. So I don't, I don't know, man. Because <laughs> he is that a boy. Because he is a gamer. He has a gamer team or whatever. He's part of a gamer team. So this is this is what he said, and I quote: "I think I was blessed with the cognitive skills to just go out there and just see it before it happens. I'm not one of those guys that's gonna sit there and kill myself watching film. I don't sit there for 24 hours and break down this team and that team and watch every game because in my head I see so much. Yeah, you maybe you maybe you should, nigga. (laughs) Get your little ass. Maybe you should. Little ass, nigga." Oh man, that's funny as hell, bro. Maybe you should, you goofy <laughs> ass with me. Oh my goodness, bro. What that man did? What that man? How would you not? Bro? Ain't it? You not, bro? You supposed to be, be, bro? Come on, bro. How you going in and say you don't watch film? You five one. Why? Why does that matter? <laughs> you need to watch film, bro. It's your little lad. Bro. What is you talking about? I already see it. You barely see over the, the linemen talking about some I already be seeing things in my head. Come on, bro. You out there playing blindfolded? That's funny. And then it shows. Like, come on, bro. It shows. You out there just running around hey, playing no cap. football. There's definitely some games where he lost. Like, as a coach, as a coach, just sitting and seeing some throws that he was making and some plays, I was like, bro, what, what the fuck is he seeing out there? Like, what is he seeing? What is he seeing that I'm not street seeing? football? Because Jesus, yeah, that point he over there throwing, playing, throw him <laughs> up, bust him up. <laughs> this little ass out there playing, throw him hey, up, bust him up. Completely off topic. I just wanted to say that I know for a fact that our our uh, playback is gonna have a whole bunch of clicking because all three of us. <laughs> We talking. We're talking. fucking this game up right now, boy. We on our Kyler Murray shit right now. We <laughs> <laughs> doing Kyler Murray we doing late night. I know this playback about to sound film. crazy because all you guys click, 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 because I've been snapping over here. <laughs> what are y'all playing? I've, I just lost to the top. I just lost to the Blue Jays in the in the. In the ALS oh, ALCS. finals. Oh, you got um, MLB The Show? The new one? ALCS finals. Yeah, Damn, I, I got the new one boys. too. But you already made it to the, you already made it to the bids? Yeah, I, but I played like 10 games at AAA and them boys For called real, me real. I've played, so far I've played, uh, I played nine games. My dude got 15 home runs, 37 RBIs. Pull up. I, I think I had like, oh, yeah, I'm it's easier triple AAA, but... easier than double A, to be honest with you. Apparently, the Red Sox ain't had no shortstop. That's the only reason I got called up. Them boys, I, I looked at their roster. I'm like, them boys ain't have nobody at shortstop. Yeah, I, I got center fielder for the Boston Red Sox. I ain't got nobody there either. Jackie Bradley, who I think is good, only got a 71. So I'm like, man, fuck that. I'm a slot. <clears throat> but um, what I was about to say, listen, yo, 
Um, Trey Lance is kind of like that. They, they, they started that. releasing some of his practice footage, bro. It's it's kind of scary how much like Mahomes is jit is, bro. Like well, it's it's kind of crazy, bro. Did you see? Um, they released a statement. Um, Kyle Shanahan, he was saying how him and John Lynch met with Jimmy G, and they've all had a very they all had a very productive talk, but they all walked away with the same message that it is uh, it is Trey's team now. So. Yeah. If there was ever any doubt as to, oh, you know, what if he struggles or whatever, like, he made it pretty clear that... That, no, shit, was Trey's, that, that shit was Trey's team the minute he Facts, got there. Right. No, no, it was it was the team the, the minute that that first practice that he participated fully in, they were like, oh, yeah, this is the guy. <clears throat> um, what else? What else? Oh, Chris Carson retired. His neck injury was, was proved too too yeah. detrimental, which is, which is kind of tragic because... Chris Carson, low key, like super, super low key, was on his way to uh-huh. having a very productive career. Right. Well, at least, was. at least, and I'm happy. Like, I guess Seattle's known for doing this. They put him on the, um, the, uh, they failed a physical for him, mm-hmm. so that he still gets paid his salary, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. his injury related salary. Yep. So even though he's retired, he still gets pay his bread. His contract. Yes. Yeah, which is so really good. That's, that's, that's really cool. good. And I, guess, I guess they did that with with Cam, and they did that with a couple of the yeah, other guys. Yeah. That they still they still get their bread, which is cool. I respect that. I fuck with that. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, Everybody's back in training camp, training camp boys. Guys, we are almost there. there. The Hall of Fame game is next week. The Raiders hey, versus the Jaguars. Speaking of, hey, who got the most pressure in the AFC West to win the division? Most pressure to win the yeah, division. Yeah, AFC West. It's got to be the Chargers. Why got to be Herbert? Yeah, to win, to win, to win the because they are the most. Actually, they, are, they are hands down the most stacked team. Easily, no. Nah, I feel like to win. I think it's, it's the Raiders, low key. The Chargers is to keep. win. The Chargers has got to make the playoffs. Our odds. The Chargers has got to make the Vegas odds. We don't only have us winning eight and a half games. We have the lowest odds in our division to win. Really? We don't have the most pressure. Yeah, boy. yeah. Still we have the we have like the that. lowest odds in the division. No, that's because no one believes in us. We were a playoff team last year, but we have the lowest odds. They suck in the Broncos' dicks because they got Russell Wilson. They didn't believe when I don't in know us. who's going to play any other position. Yeah, I did. So, so yeah. I mean, it's. I don't, I don't think the Raiders have the most pressure. I think either the Chargers or the Chiefs. Chiefs only because they've run the division for the past however many years, like eight years or whatever. Um, but I mean, the Chargers. I would say just from an on paper standpoint, like they're fucking stacked. Like disgustingly stacked at every position. This is so, true, bro. You're right about that. Yeah, I, I would say the pressure's on them. You know, you're about to have the the highest paid safety in NFL history, um, in Derwin James. Um, you just brought in Khalil Mack. You already have Joey Bosa. Um, like your offense, I forget your receiving core, but they're sick. Mm-hmm. Um, you're you have one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Already, and he's only in year three. No, they got a they got a full team. They have a yeah, team. Yeah, they're, like, they're right, where is bro. where is their glaring weakness, they're bro? Right. Like, <clears throat> you're right. You're right. Who's they coach now? And it's the same dude. Um, same same coach from last year. I forget his name. Um, is it Brandon Staley? I believe so. What was their record last year? Didn't they make the playoffs last year? Or they missed no, it? we they missed it because of we beat them. Yeah. We beat them uh, oh, in that okay. elimination game oh, week well, seventeen. Oh, yeah. I feel like they. I feel like they gonna go ham this year. Yeah, Raiders. I don't. I don't see why. I don't think the Raiders have the most pressure because, like, 
we're a new team with a new system, new coach, like new scheme. I mean, yeah, we brought in some good pieces in Devontae and Chandler. Uh, well, great pieces. I mean, you know, not even front. But, I mean, shit, like, I, I don't think the pressure's on for us. I don't think this is like, oh, shit, this it better be this year the way we're getting hype. We don't, Raiders don't get no hype. Right. We haven't gotten any hype. You know, our offense should look really good. Our defense still has a lot of question marks. So, and that's kind of been the Raiders' static, static uh, quo for, you know, damn near as long as I've been alive. I fuck with that. <clears throat> I fuck with that. Um, ben Roethlisberger's rubbing is is rubbing uh, people the wrong way again. This time it's his former teammate, Cameron Hayward. Oh, I was about to say, is he back in them clubs? Whoa! <laughs> Come on! Come on! You got to give me that. Whoa, buddy! That's worse than nine snacks. <laughs> Dylan, well, yeah. Dylan, I ain't get no points for that. Come on, you got to You say he's rubbing people the wrong way. Isn't that what he got fucked up oh, for? Oh, my. Oh, my. Just saying. Do I really need to break it down for everybody? Oh, my gosh. You. Are you talking about Big Ben? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, thought you, I thought you said I thought you said Robert Kraft. No, no, not be Rob. All right, so um, the, yeah, Cameron Hayward he got mad because right, um, Roethlisberger in an interview that was published by the Pittsburgh Post Gazette said that the game has changed and people have changed. He said it was all about the team. Now it's about me and this and that and the other. I might be standing on a soapbox a little bit, but that's my biggest takeaway. Nigga, it's from been when about I you forever. It turned from a team first to me type attitude. It was hard. It was hard for these young guys too. Social media, they're treated so well in college. Now this new NIL stuff, which is unbelievable. They're treated so special. They're coddled at a young age because college coaches oh need them to win too. I know Coach Hopner never coddled me. Either they cower. Oh my so, God. If you coddled women against their oh, will. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yo. So, yo, Dylan, you wild for that, bro. First of all, bro, the man—it's been about him for how long, bro? Dylan, you gotta calm down, bro. You 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 gonna get our show canceled, bro? It's been about him on. It's been about him on on the Steelers for how long? And you gotta. And I hate these old ass niggas that come out here and be hating on people for making bread. Like, yo, shut your ass up. It looks as though we are all looked at as selfish players, and I don't think that's the point. And he said this. Just we can finally make some goddamn money. We have a lot of young players that come from different backgrounds, have experienced different things from what others or I may have experienced. That doesn't make them selfish or more of a me type mm-hmm. attitude. There are a lot of team first guys than me type attitude. Thing. I took offense to that. And he cited Antonio Brown, Juju Smith Schuster, Tyson Alalu, and Brett Kaisel as guys who made positive impact on the locker room and organization and called them team first guys. He also said it's up to him being the leadership. He said, I'm accountable for these guys. Obviously, we haven't won a Super Bowl in a while, and maybe that's where Ben is like, man, if these guys would have grown up, but it's up to the older guys to step up and hold guys accountable. It's up to a vet to put you under your wing and pull you across and say, hey, this is what it's like to be a Pittsburgh Steeler, and that's what I'm trying to do. Maybe Ben didn't see it. Which his ass never did. That way, but man, I'm going to protect my guys. You just can't say it's a me Big type ben of attitude now. Everyone's out to be a Super Bowl winner, make money one day, be an MVP. But when it all comes together, we care about one thing, and that's this logo right here. I've always tried to extend that to my younger teammates. I think Ben was a little out on that one. And he said he wasn't trying to throw shade. Well, Big Ben is the main thing. saying his side. 
Big Ben was the main one out there throwing people under the bus, bro, when he was in the league, bro. <clears throat> what are you talking about? Uh, you, sound, you, you sound like a hater to me. That's all I hear. Yeah. You hate, hate, you hate. Um, you hating on people getting their bread. Cameron Hayward said exactly what made perfect sense. Like, some people live in different circumstances than you, so they need that bread. None of that. Y'all in the NBA, and contracts don't be guaranteed for real, so dudes get a chance to... to to get that bad, they need to get that bad and take care of their families. Like, fuck out of here. You've been in the league 18,000 years. Ain't nobody going to stop you from getting your bag. <laughs> You're right. Um, what else okay. happened? Oh, uh, Aaron Rodgers um, jokingly made took a jab at Devontae Adams after he said that Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer. <laughs> um, so, you know what's crazy? All right, so what I don't like is that you know, Devonte made this. Devonte made that statement. Goes blows up on media. Devonte clarified that statement. Doesn't gets no media attention at all. They don't. Right. They, just, they want. They want. They want. They want the sauce. Yeah, because what? Because what Devonte was trying to say was that he wasn't saying I'm going from a Hall of Famer to a Hall of Famer. He was saying even if I was going, he said, I forgot those two words. Even if I was going from a Hall of Famer to a Hall of Famer, there's going to be an adjustment period. Facts. Like that. It's like, that's all I was trying to say. He's like, and I'm not saying Derek Carr is not going to be a Hall of Famer. He's like, cause I think he will be. I think he will but, be as well. Well, you never know. Yeah. But he's like, but I'm, He's like, but that's not what he's like. What I was saying is, it it doesn't matter, you know, going from one person to another. These are the type of things that are why I always talk like I ain't never been a big fan of Aaron Rodgers, but like his numbers is great and all, but he's a pompous. Oh, I don't think this is Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers knew. I think he said that in jest. I don't think he was. What he said, what he said was, what he said was, he said, um, "Geez, you was ready to jump on Aaron Rodgers, boy." Seriously, (laughs) he said. He said, yeah, I mean, it's always tough going from Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer, from Devontae to Allen. It's going to be a transition, but he's capable of a lot, referring to Devontae Adam and Allen Lazard. So Mm -hmm. I... Yeah, yeah, I think he just made that statement as kind of like a fun jab to his friend Devontae. Like, these boys are not beefing. Yeah, I don't think think he's a pump. I don't think they're beefing, but it's like, I don't get the joke either. Well, because Devontae had made that comment, so he kind of was like, okay, this will be a funny little jab back. I'm going from Ron Rodgers, one Hall of Famer to another. He basically said the same yeah. comment that Devontae did, right. just in regards to the receiver instead of quarterback. So in what context did he take Devontae's thing? He, I'm sure, he understood what Devontae was saying. That's what I'm saying. He just did it for the media and kind of was playing it up. Aaron Rodgers does shit like that. Aaron Rodgers oh is a big hit. I don't care. Y'all can sit here and defend this man all day, every day, like y'all do every single year. Why is it um, y'all? I don't buy it, boy. I don't like. I said I don't buy it. Uh, and they get crack. They get a, they get a, a crackhead. All the words in the book I can find call him. Guess what he is? I don't like it. Jesus, what did Aaron Rodgers do to you? Man, okay. I don't like him. I said what I he said. Kick, he kicked your dog, bro. Right. I don't like him. Yeah. All right. Well, apparently, Dylan does not like Aaron Rodgers. Next, Julio Jones is with the Bucks, y'all boys. Yep. Brady for eight. You know what Aaron Rodgers is nothing like Tom Brady. Okay. Um, That's a great human being, right there. Is he? 
kisses yes. his kids on the mouth. Actually, actually, it's kind of weird. So do a lot of Man, people. They're kind of weird. <laughs> so do, that doesn't make them not. That doesn't make them not great human beings. Like, that has nothing to do with the type well, of. How you know Aaron Rodgers isn't a great day. human being? You know nothing about him. Ask, ask everybody that's around Tom Brady if he ain't a great human being. Ask people about Aaron Rodgers. I guarantee you'll get some different shit. Okay. I guarantee. Bet money. Bet money. Watch when all these dudes retire and they start talking about Aaron Rodgers. I guarantee you somebody will be like, Man, there's Man. only been one person who has talked bad about Aaron Rodgers. Damn, already? That's one only more. one, period. I mean, that's, one, that's one more than necessary. That's one more than Tom. <laughs> <laughs> he only mad because Aaron told him not to be that guy. Sure. Oh, man. All right. Alright. Uh, Anyways, but yeah, so Julio Jones is uh, there. I don't that definitely doesn't guarantee the Bucks a, a Super Bowl. Man, Tom for eight. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Tom for eight, man. Ready boss three point oh about to go down, you know that? boy's going for that boy going for sixty touchdowns next year. What we're about to line up next to Mike Evans. It might be Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Julio Jones. I ain't gonna lie. Either Julio Jones or Chris Godwin in the slot is kind of bananas. Somebody is going crazy. Yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of bananas, bro. Who are you doubling? Me. You gonna double me on Madden? The fuck? About to be lit. About to. I can't wait to cheat with the Bucks, boy. Man, might as well. Can't (laughs) wait to cheat, boy. I'm about to break all the rules. Might as well. Hey, listen. So. There, there's that, you know what I'm saying? Um, oh, there's there there is. That's a big. That's a big yeah, deal. It, it's bro. it's gonna be a good deal. It just depends on if Jit can stay healthy. Um, that's let's it. see. Uh, there was something else that happened too. Uh, oh yeah, their um, Hall of Fame finalists for 2023 are out. Hall of Fame finalists yeah. for 2023 are out. Um, I'm going to tell you guys who they are once my phone stops tripping because it's starting to make me upset. All right. <clears throat> so, let's see. 24 seniors, coaches, and contributors selected as finalists. Um, you have Mike Shanahan. You have Mike Holmgren. Um, you have uh, four-time Pro Bowl quarterback Ken Anderson. I think he played for the Bengals. And five-time Pro Bowl wide receiver Sterling Sharp. Sterling Sharp should get in because Sterling Sharp was on his way to being the greatest receiver of all time. Wait till I tell you these ridiculous-ass numbers. He had a neck injury that was so bad, they attached a freaking um, uh, a strap from the top of his helmet to his pad because oh, his neck, if it would have jarred too much, might have been, like, detrimental to him. And he still balled out. Hold on. Let me tell you the numbers later. You should have sat your ass down at that point. Let's if see. Uh, you have Joe Klecko, Cecil like Isabel, at all. Um, Don Coriel, <clears throat> Dan Reeves, Art Mooney Jr., um, Bob Kitchenberg, Chuck Howley, Tommy Nobis. Um, you also, have Bob, you also have Bob Kraft on there, as well as Art Modell. You young for Bob Kraft? I'm yawning for that class, I mean, bro. it's... It's still a... Yeah, what, who are the first ballot guys that are on there? I mean, there is no... They, they haven't decided who it is yet. Boy, I'm saying, but out of those one. nominees, who, who's it's probably It's probably going to be class. Shanahan, Holmgren, and uh, I would assume Sterling Sharp 
Let me tell you but, the numbers. Let me tell you that the class, numbers. That class on like a bunch of leather helmets. Um, Kuchenberg is actually a, one of a, one of the better offensive linemen in the history of the NFL. I'm sure, kid. They're on the well, they're not. Fame. Well, these are finalists. They're, the they're not. I'm saying they're in the Hall of Fame class, oh. like nomination, so they got to be great. I'm just saying I mean, they're they sound older. Like, yes. Yeah, I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing with your point. They're, they're older. Yes. Um, Sterling Sharp. From his first season, he had 55 receptions for 791 yards and four touchdowns. From there, from 1989 to 1994, his numbers is as follows. I'm going to do receptions, yards, and touchdowns. And I think touchdowns is really what ultimately hurt him until his last three years, he got to snap it. First year, 90 receptions, 1,423 yards, 12 touchdowns. 1990, 67 receptions, 1,105 yards, two touchdowns. 1991, 69 receptions, 961 yards, four touchdowns. 1992, 108 receptions, 1,461 yards, and 13 touchdowns. 1993, 112 receptions, 1,274 yards, and 11 touchdowns. His last year, which was the year I know for a fact he had that strap going to his helmet, he had 94 receptions, 1,119 yards, and 18 touchdowns. What, that was on a broken yeah, freaking neck. Wild to me. <laughs> that shit is wild to me. Um, yeah, I think he should be in there. Be beyond that, his brother's Shannon. So, like, just off that alone, he should be in the Hall of Fame. Might as well. Fuck, the fuck out of here. The rest of the niggas was coaches. Mike right? he said Mike I mean, he got a Super Bowl with the with the uh, with the Packers. Did <laughs> Ain't that the fat boy? He brought the um he brought the Seahawks to the Super Bowl too. They lost to the Steelers. Yes. That's a fat boy, Wait, right? He won a Super Bowl with the Packers. Yeah, he did. Nineteen ninety six um, against the Patriots. Oh, fat yeah. home grade. Before, he, about went, to get before in, he went to Seattle. Uh, before he went to Seattle. Gotcha. Shanahan, what Shanahan, you said? Shanahan, the daddy. The daddy. The daddy. Um, remember he went. Remember he won rings with the. <laughs> he won rings. Teams. Well, he won rings with the Niners. Remember he was offensive coordinator for those oh, Niners true. teams. True, 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 and true. then he went over to Denver and he made a couple of Super Bowl appearances there and won two. With Elway. With Elway? Elway, yeah. TD. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be M. Holmgreg and, 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 and Sterling going to be I think so, off bro. Rip. I think so. I think so. Off rip. Everybody else. I think so. We're going to have to wait the dead up. To I'm, I'm interested as far as, I feel like there should be more, but I think, I think that is it. For this season? That's weird because usually there's at least like three or four notable first. Yeah, that's that's people. what I'm gonna go back hey, bro, and do think, more research. I hey, bro, feel like think, there should be more. Y'all think Shady McCoy gets enough? Shady McCoy was the most productive quarterback. I mean, most productive running back in the 2010s. Like he, no, Behind no, he, even he's he's above AP. That sounds great. But AP made the All Decade team above him though. Like it's like the, the, he the, did. The, the he more did more make little. it above. He did make it above him on the All Decade team, but that doesn't mean he wasn't more productive. Yeah, like yeah. he 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 freaking his numbers is amazing, bro. Like I'm not gonna freaking lie to you. Like his numbers is bananas. I went over his career statistics as well, and like that boy was giving bro, people his crazy career, work. His career numbers, bro, is freaking. 11,000 11, yards, work. 73 rushing touchdowns, 3,000 receiving yards, and 16 rushing receiving touchdowns. I mean, he has better numbers than a good deal of 
of Hall of Famers. You know what With I mean? No and, and, and that that's amazing. And then in his last two years, he went to two good situations and won two rings. One of the rings, one of the rings yeah, he actually he got, participated them, them in, rings, so I'll give him that. Them rings he lucked out on. I ain't gonna lie. He got he got put like he, he said, he I got mean, put in great. He, he did good work with the Chiefs. He, he did he good work people, with the Chiefs. He gave people he gave people crazy yeah. work for most of his career. And he did it yeah, with he, no he, with no he line. He is no offensive of line. Um like he had no if offensive did, line. If he's not first ballot, I might be upset. I might I might I don't think he's he gonna get first ballot. I don't think he's going to get first ballot, but I think he'll get it the second year, though. Yeah, I can see him more as a second than a first. I'm really... But I, I, guess more it, I guess it depends on oh. who else is eligible. You know what I think, you know what I think this is? Right. Hold on. I might have read this wrong. I might have read this wrong. Is AP I might have read this wrong. So... I think no, nah, because if he just no, played, I don't think uh, I don't think they've I don't think they've announced the players yet, bros. They've done senior oh. finalists and contributor finalists, coach contributor finalists. Oh, they haven't okay. done like so, yeah, players. So, uh, so the senior finalists like Ken Anderson, Maxie Bond, Randy Gratishar, Chuck Howley, which is crazy that Chuck Howley's not in because he's the only Super Bowl MVP from a losing team. Like he balled out. So you'd have to. You'd have to look at the players from the semifinalists to see. Correct, who's up correct. There, they, but they, because they haven't done it yet. Joe Klecko, he had twenty sacks in nineteen eighty one. But like I said, Bob Kitchenberg, a six time Pro Bowler, he went to four Super Bowls. He was nasty with it. You know what I'm saying? There's some good guys on here. Sterling Sharp should get in though. Everson Walls is in there. Um, I can't really describe much for him, except he's the guy that uh, Dwight Clark caught the catch over for the Dallas when he was on the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Don Coriel oh. should get in. Okay. Robert Kraft should get in. Art Modell should get in. Dan Reeves should get in. Big Art Rob. Rooney should get in. Big Mike Robbie Shanahan Kraft. should get in. Um, so, yeah. They better put my dog Robbie yeah, Kraft I, in there. I forgot. I was sitting there. I was like, damn, like, we don't have. I was like, you're right. There's absolutely no names that we know in this thing. Yeah, so the. Yeah. Um... That shit's tough. Oh. Wait, no. Oh, you're talking. No, are you talking about the 2023 yeah. class? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because okay, then yeah, they won't announce those finalists until like February. Oh, for real? They don't do that. Oh, I thought they did that earlier. Because because the finalists for 2022 were announced on February 10th of 2022. Because that's just gonna get inducted next week, and that's where you got uh, Baselli, Branch, Butler, McNally, mm-hmm. Mills, Seymour, mm-hmm. Vermeil, and Young. Got you. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Okay, thanks for clarifying that up. You usually hear at least two, three names you know for real for real. That's, my, that's the only reason I was yawning. I'm like, bro, it sounds like a bunch of coaches and leather helmets. Yeah. And I know they wouldn't really regularly just put a bunch of leather helmets in the class without putting some notable, notable names right. in there, too. Damn, that means them leather helmet dudes, they've been waiting yeah, to get in for been, a minute. they've been waiting for a while. Just like... um. Just like press, just like um, what's his name? Preston Pearson, I think his first name is Preston Pearson, um, the one, the, the original '88 for the Dallas Cowboys who got in last year, Drew Pearson, Drew Pearson. He got in last year mm. and he's been waiting for a minute, and it's like, bro, he the original '88 for the Cowboys, bro. So that boy got in. That boy got in right. after T.O. So and Michael, Irvin. I found a couple of names. So I found four names that are most likely first year eligible players for this upcoming. Uh, Joe Thomas, offensive lineman. Mm. Oh yeah, get him in the. Dwight Freeney, 
Get him in now. James Harrison. Get him in now. And Darrell Rebus. Darrell, Re- Darrell Rebus and oh, Thomas are the only for sure, I think, first ballot. That's crazy. I don't word. know about Freeney. I don't know about um, so, the other. So Thomas, Thomas, 10-time Pro Bowler, 6-time First Team All-Pro. Dwight Freeney. That's crazy. Dwight Freeney's 2007 Super Bowl champion, 7-time Pro Bowl, 3-time First Team All-Pro, 2004 NFL Sacks oh. leader. Oh, he got to get uh, in there, bro. That's first, yeah. that's first ballot. James, number. If, if, you think, if you think Shady was to get first ballot, and those numbers don't think that's James, first ballot, bro. Know, James bro. Harrison, two-time Super Bowl champion, five-time Pro Bowl selection, two-time first team All-Pro, 2008 NFL Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, he's snapping. Um, yeah, that sounds like that sounds like a lot of first team. That sounds like a lot of first ballot. And then Darrell Rivas, 2015 Super Bowl champion, seven-time Pro Bowl selection, four-time first team All Pro. Asante, I heard what Asante Samuel got to say about him, boy. Yeah. About all about Rivas, about no, what he say? Uh, uh, I heard that part. Who else? He he said a lot of dudes. He feels like are a lot overhyped. He's like, because at the end of the day, like, the job over corner is to get the ball. So he's like, he's like, he would, he he puts Champ Bailey over Reed. And why is that? Interesting. Because at the end of the day, Champ Bailey also goes and gets that ball. Like, he's like, he likes, he's very heavy on being ball hawk, more so of God, than guys that just don't get the ball right. thrown to him. Like, when he, like, like when he went to, um, like, he broke down how he been felt Namdi Asimov wasn't going to be good before he, like, when people were hyping up Namdi Asuma, he felt like, bro, y'all are hyping up this man because he's on a trash team hey, where hey, everybody hey, else... Hey, 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 Well, at the time, y'all weren't that good. All right. But <laughs> he's on a trash team, and with the reason he's... It seems like he's this lockdown corner is because everybody else is getting work. You can get work everywhere else. I can go down here and get yards. I can go to the tight end and get yards. I can take the running back up in the middle and get yards. So I don't need to throw you the ball. So he's saying it could be those could be the certain situations with Revis at times where it's like, yeah, we look at him as this all lockdown corner, but like you was on a trash team too. Where it's like you you don't get the ball thrown to you if I could go throw the ball everywhere else. You know what I'm saying? Like he he's heavy on like corners that actually go get the ball and you go score. Or you get the ball and you turn it back over to the deep to the offense. Like so he put he put it in a different perspective that I hadn't even think thought about it, then. but he's heavy on the guys like Champ and obviously himself. Who else did he mention that he he fucks with? Um, Cromartie. Did he mention Cromartie? Mm. I think Cromartie is another one that he really likes. But he said even um, he said guys like like Jalen Ramsey. He doesn't like. He don't put them. He doesn't put him over guys like Champ Bailey either. Like I don't. I forgot the reason he gave for him, but. It was surprising. I didn't expect them to say that. So yeah, I mean that's it's gonna be real. It's gonna be real uh, dope to see you know guys. Now we're starting to see guys that we grew up on get in there for sure. So we'll see what happens with the Hall of Fame. Um, let's transition over to um, the XFL, <clears throat> which is again starting over as another new league. Go figure. They had a compensation meeting, and I wanted to share with you guys the details of the compensation and tell me what you think. So the salary is going to be $800 each week of the five-week training camp, $5,000 each week of the 10-game week season, 
$1,000 as a victory bonus, meals and housing paid for by the XFL, health insurance is provided, and if you add family, it'll be at a cost. You get $20,000 worth of benefits, a playoff bonus awarded to both winning and losing teams, and the quarterbacks will be paid differently. How differently they'll be paid is to be determined. They're getting more money than the rest of you niggas. Hey, <laughs> at the end of the day, they're getting money they wouldn't be getting because they're, 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 auditioning, five they're auditioning for the NFL. So You're getting five bands a week, bro. Yeah, to, to get some That's film fire. out there. That's fire. That's really all you can ask for. And you're getting $800 a week just for training. And meal, meals fire. and housing all paid for, too. Meals and housing, you're, that's fire. It. Boy, straight. I got a homeboy that's about to be in the XFL, so I'm like, good for him. He about to eat. Hey, you know your homeboy on uh, the Raiders? Who? Cravon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hope he finally do some shit, bro. I'm tired of seeing that boy jump from team to team to team to team to team. I mean, I hope he does some shit, too. Yeah, yeah. He didn't he have like a couple of good years with the Eagles, and then he kind of just like fell off. Yeah, I, liked him though. I thought he was good. It's because he's slow. That's Is the he? Problem. Oh. Yep. Go figure. You're from he the crib, man. From FAU. Yeah, he's from Belgrade. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. That's lit. He went to Glade Central. Or he went to Pahokee. He wanted to glaze central. That's dumb lit. That's a good look. All right. Now, we got one more uh, thing for us to talk about uh, that I can think of. And I want to talk about Liz Cam. What, what is it, um, Dylan? Cambage. 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 Um, so she has left the Los Angeles Sparks, um, the team that she got brought on after the Sparks lost a couple of their um, higher profiled players, one of them being Candace Parker. Um, Who out there so I'm going to read Chicago. you the article from Yahoo, and then I'm going to read you a list of other situations that Liz has been in, and you guys tell me what you think about her future. Does she need to go find some help, or whatever the case may be? And, you know, it's something that we need to discuss. I will draw a uh, something that I think is somewhat of a comparison, but uh, we'll talk about that. All right, so Liz Cambage was leisurely running up the court complaining on Saturday while playing against her former team, the Las Vegas Aces, league sources told Yahoo Sports. Her condemnation stemmed from not getting enough post-touches from her Los Angeles Sparks teammates, which sources close to the team said was normal behavior for the four-time WNBA All-Star. Teammates couldn't help but acknowledge Cambage's um, discontent, and in return out of annoyance, they began force-feeding her the ball regardless of what play was supposed to be ran, sources say. After the Sparks' embarrassing 84-66 blowout loss, Cambage rushed to the locker room to get dressed for an early exit out of the arena after finishing with 11 points and 5 boards in 22 minutes. Prior to departing the locker room, she had a message for her teammates. I can't do this anymore. Best of luck to you guys, she said before storming out, according to sources with knowledge of her departure. Her teammates were shocked at the timing, sources say, but not of the end result. On Tuesday, the Sparks announced that they have agreed to a contract divorce with Cambage, ending her loan season after 25 games played with the organization. Cambage could not be reached for comment on Tuesday. The 6'8 star was the franchise's prized offseason acquisition when she signed a free agency deal in February. This is the crazy part, y'all. She personally negotiated her one-year $170,000 deal after parting ways with her longtime agent, Allison Gaylor. 
$70,000. Steph Curry makes that like in 20 minutes. And? I mean, I feel the point, but I'm still saying that's that's that for that's, that's others crazy, as far bro. as sports is concerned, that's a low that's a low amount. I mean blame women. True. It's not women's why fault. Not? Why not? It's, why, they as they as men, we watch men's sports. We support men's sports. Yeah, but that's and, because it's been. It's, and you look at it's not necessarily women. It's not women's fault that we watch men's sports and they just don't like women. Ain't it's never been a mainstream thing for women to be involved in sports until today. Like it's getting better, but at the same time, bro, push is push, and men control the men, men control media, men control the push, men control a lot of shit that could have put these women on the forefront. They're getting pushed right now only because. People are sports betting, but at the end of the day, men controlled media could have put these women in a lot better positions, okay, and they just choose not but, to. It's not all about the fact that women don't. That's a huge part of it, though. Women are not. But it's not all well, about women that, are bro. not support. If you look at all of these games that they're at. It's I'd say at least seventy percent men that are at all these. There's no reason why if women would just watch women's sports and support women, they outnumber us two to one. They should be doing way better. They just don't, bro. Like, I'm sorry. So you think? Do you think women's soccer is successful because of women? There's there's um, more women involvement in in soccer and tennis. Probably, than other sports. yeah. Softball, all these other, like all these other sports where women actually thrive. Gymnastics. You think it's solely because of women? I mean, for the most part, who else is watching it? I is don't, the point? I don't is, know. I think everybody's so watching saying, it, bro. So what you're saying is that the shares for basketball, like people just ain't watching women's basketball. They're not. I mean, look at the stands. I mean, no, they're not. But at the same time, you're not gonna watch them. Like, if ain't, I ain't watching, I ain't watching some shit if it ain't getting pushed either, bro. If you don't, if if like, just just like it's just like you don't listen to an artist if nobody pushes the artist's music. It's the same. That's the same thing to me. Like, whatever gets pushed is what people, what majority ends up listening to. If you don't push it, no one's gonna listen to it. If you don't push it, nobody's gonna watch it. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I, I guess. I mean, I do. I do agree that women should play a better role, but I don't think it's solely women's fault that these girls get paid a hundred thousand dollars a year. They just—they don't have the revenue. Like it's. And then there's a reason for that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm saying. The push—they're not getting any push. That's that's my thing though. Like, you don't have a push, you don't have revenue to to. You don't get put on TV. They don't do, have they no. Do get put on no TV, though. I see that's commercials all the well, time. The, like, oh yeah, now we're starting to see that now. Yes, now it's getting better. But at the end of the day, I don't feel like women are the like that stuff is happening now because niggas started complaining about it, not because women started watching. They're not getting paid. They're, you're not starting to see all these stuff more and more because women are watching more. It's because people started speaking up about it. Right. I'm just saying that it's not going to improve until more people start watching. That's all. I, and and it can't be relied on will. us to also watch a whole other sport. But it's not relied on us viewing. I feel like it's relied on everybody, bro. It's every like the people that are in control. It's also on them. It's not just on viewership. Because I feel like media controls viewership as well. Like if you if some shit's not pushed, you're not going to see it. So it don't matter who watching if it ain't if you ain't pushing it. If you ain't putting it out there, who gonna watch? If who gonna be out there? Who gonna take the time out there day to go look for it? We don't go watching shit that's on NBA TV half the time. We be looking for shit that's on ESPN. So if we ain't pushing the shit to be on big platform all the time, and you putting and putting that money behind it, 
the money that they have to put behind it, then of course they're not going the viewership ain't never finna go up. We just expecting people to just watch some shit that they never even were thinking about in the first place. Like right now, I feel viewership is going up because of sports betting. Mm-hmm. I agree. Sports betting got niggas watching WNBA like crazy right now. All right, so continuing. The Sparks had two cornerstone players exit in recent years in Candace Parker to the Chicago Sky and Chelsea Gray to the Aces. Adding Cam, Be- Cam Beige, Beige, my bad, Cam Beige, gave life to potential championship window with another dominating big leading the way, similar to Lisa Leslie and Parker during the Sparks' glory days. However, she came with baggage. She finagled her way from the Tulsa Shock in 2013, the team that drafted her with the number two pick in the 2011 draft. Tulsa retained her rights and later became the Dallas Wings. From 13 to 18, she played overseas. She then asked for a trade from the Wings in 2019, a year after signing a multi-year contract. Leading up to the Tokyo Olympics in 21, Cam Beige, an Australian citizen, a member of the national team, reportedly called players on the Nigerian national team monkeys during training camp. She withdrew weeks prior to the tournament, citing mental health concerns. The monkey remark could not have been easy for Spark veterans, Nika and Shine Ogwumike, sorry, who are sisters of Nigerian descent and who are actively appealing FIBA's denial of their application to play for the Nigerian national team. Derek Fisher, the head coach and general manager of the Sparks, mm. until he was fired in June, brought Cam Beige to Los Angeles. Multiple players on the team felt the center could help the Sparks if she stayed focused and committed, but expressed concerns that she's known to be a player others don't like to play with. Despite those reservations, Fisher took the star on. Before kicking off the 22 WNBA season, things had already gotten off to a rocky start. Cam Beige requested to wear the number eight, but the Sparks ref- informed her that the number would be retired to honor Delisha Milton-Jones, sources said. She asked for number one, but that number belonged to a different player. According to the sources, Fisher approaches Zahui, who is the number one player, about giving the number to Cam Beige, and she politely declined. Zahu? Amanda, Is that one of no, the Nikwe Amanda sisters? Zahui. Explaining that the number she politely declined, explained that the number meant a lot to her. Cam Beige oh. still wanted the number. Time went by, and so to say, management eventually made the call to give the number to the new starting center. So Hui learned her wow. number was given away via social media. The approach oh, ruffled feathers within the locker room, sources say. In an unrelated move, the Sparks would suspend Zahui in the, for the 2022 season. According to a team source, Fisher was of the understanding that her overseas commitment would have forced her to miss up to the first 13 games, and the team needed to finalize this roster in advance of the regular season. A suspended player does not receive salary for that season, and the team retains the player's rights. Over the past year, Spark players have complained about a lack of leadership, delegation, and accountability from the higher-ups. In film sessions, sources say it was customary for Cam Beige to call out teammates, accusing them of looking her off and not targeting her. Teammates would counter that she's not sealing in the post and seldom gets back on defense when a turnover occurs. It was a conundrum that went unsolved. One ongoing team's grievance is the club's practice location. So, she has quite the list. As they mentioned before, she refused to play for the Tulsa Shock. She bailed on her second season with Tulsa, pulling out the day her flight was due to return to the U.S., she signed in China for $400,000 as one of the world's highest paid female players, but complained about being poorly compensated and unable to meet her mortgage payments. Um, she was suspended for, delib- for deliberately kneeling and injuring a WNBL opponent in 2017. Um, you know about the monkeys thing. She was caught on the video elbowing and slapping Nigerian players. She prompted a per- uh, uh uh, she prompted a, a journalist, I'm guessing, um, Andrew Gaze, who's never said a bad word about anyone, to furiously call her out on public. Yeah. Yes. 
So, is there a career left for her in the WNBA? Is there a career left for her in basketball, period? I mean, I'm sure somewhere. Now, now, granted, now, granted, she is a super, she's a super talented player. She can hoop. I will say that. Jit can play. Drake, that's the only Drake, reason. Drake get when Drake get. That, that's the only reason. When Drake gives you a shout out, you know you good. And Liz, Liz Cambage is who he's talking about when he says wet like I'm. And that's the only reason. So she can she can ball. And that's the only reason why there is a there is a future because a lot of these teams are ass garbage, and they'll overlook that shit. And she'll she'll there's someone that'll take her. Should they? That's another story. She's clearly an <laughs> oh asshole. My God. But being that she's considered a, a superstar, somebody will take her. Like, there's teams that are worse off that are ass, terrible, aren't doing shit. That's facts. And that wouldn't care, but to take her. She's six eight. She's one of the bigger players in the That's league. Biggest fuck. Bro. Yeah, she. No, she. She. She's God, a, right. Most of the girls there. No yeah, she's big size. She's she, she's up that, there. Is, she's low. She's, I think she, is that the tallest in the NBA? Like she's how, like she's how, like or no? How, she's before like, Brittany, like, how tall is up there. how tall is Candace? Because Candace is maybe like six. Candace is about no, Candace, Candace is about six, six nine. Six, six, six nine, six eight. Right, I think yeah. Candace is right there with her. And after that, there's not really anybody out there. The, the biggest sin, the centers out there be like six four. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So she's up there. Do they play? And she balls like a shorter hoop. No. See, no. that's what they need. Oh, that's what, that's another thing. Candace Parker's another, six. Candace Parker's and that's six another four. thing that people have been. Really? That's another thing that people. Wow, that's crazy. That's another thing that people have been pushing for. Is like they they put these women on these men's standards. Yeah, lower the hoop. Like, I want to like, see them. Dude, yeah, bro. they'll okay. be easily out here dunking and doing whatever, bro. They they don't let them. They don't they don't adjust the game for them like for their size and their build and their stuff. It's like they gotta they gotta do the most just to dunk. You know well, what I'm saying? Like, they could be out there dunking. They could be out there windmilling and shit if they wanted to, but they don't really adjust the game for them for their style of play, for their size and their yeah. I was about to say, but, but WWE, that's another thing too. WWE, they they can there. change that if they want to, right? Like they have the ability. Well, to remember do that. W. Like, remember yeah, the, the WNBA is a subsidiary of the NBA. That's what I'm saying. Like I know, I know that, but like they can make their own. I, like I would assume they can make their own rules and regulations and things like that. They operate as a separate entity. Somebody needed somebody needed to change because there's no reason why these girls shouldn't be out there dunking on each other and shit. Right. I guarantee you, people watch that shit more if people was, if they was allowing these girls to throw alleys to each other and wham flushing on each other and shit. Right. But it's hard when you got them out there playing on male nice. hoops and they got to sit there and only all they could do is lay shit up. They've been out there. I don't know lie. They've been out there. They they got the handle. I've been seeing a few highlights on Twitter lately of girls getting put on their butt cheeks. Ankles getting broke, sweet. I think all they're really missing I mean, they've is they've been they've been they've been doing they the, the for wow. some years now. I, I feel like all they're missing right now is that wow factor of just what most people watch basketball for, and that's dunking and you know posters and alley oops and all that good shit. But then once you add that, the sky's the limit for real, for real. They got some talented, they got some talented motherfuckers, and their their likeness is going up. Like I, I was up until this year, I wasn't even a fan, and then I'm, I got favorite players all throughout the league. Yeah, I mean the WNBA is an entertaining league. Don't get it twisted. It just there needs to be more viewership. It could be more entertaining. That's the thing. It could be way more entertaining. But I feel like she does have, a, she has a future somewhere else. If unless everyone collectively says fuck it, we're done with her, or unless she just says I'm done with the game. But 
I don't think it's just like a situation. Unless that's literally, I feel like that's the only way. Unless every executive in the WNBA says, "Hey, we're not even touching Cam- this Cam Beige anymore," somebody gonna grab her out of desperation because they've been they're tired of being trash. That's true. I can definitely see that. And they could use a six eight. If if people was out here taking Antonio Brown in these leagues, and there's a bunch of people that are shitty ass people that are on that are on teams. That's facts, bro. It's just a matter of who. It's a matter of who takes that chance and who. You know what I'm saying? And women are petty too at the end of the day, bro. Like, like imagine, imagine because you pout and now all of a sudden you clearly, while we were playing, y'all just start force feeding me to get, you start force feeding me the ball in bad situations, knowing damn well, like, all right, now, like, I ain't saying give me the ball every damn second, but like, <laughs> give me the rock, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm 6'8, give me the rock where I'm posted when I'm in position to, but like, she's clearly a dickhead. And clearly, she's one of those people that, like, I don't know, she 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 sees herself as, like, I'm that bitch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's a, she's a, she's a, she's a, she's a prima donna. She's a diva. I mean, come on, it's the WNBA, bro. Like, like they, everything they do is petty. Like, when a bit leave the team, they call it a contract divorce. For fucking what? <laughs> Facts. They call it getting a divorce from the team. That's the dumbest shit I ever heard. So, like, stop trying these women like that, bro. Like, this is funny to me. But yeah, she a dickhead. But I'm sure somebody will grab her. We'll see. Unless she uh, just says fuck it. She need to go take her ass over. She need to go take her ass to Italy or something. Or go to Russia. Trade her ass for well, Britney. I was about to say I don't know if she can go to Russia right, right now. So. Um. But uh, yeah, so before we go to uh, underrated bars of fame, I just wanted to say shout out to David, Big Poppy Ortiz for making it to the Hall of Fame. Shout out to the Red Sox, man. Big move. Um, for underrated bars of fame today, I'm going to be doing 1942 Flows by Meek Mill. Um, it's from his album Wins and Losses. Um, it's pretty damn good. 1942 Flows. Started off poor with plans to own more. Now we own stores and fuck the baddest whores. I was on tour with it. That sold raw. Started selling white. We won't sell it no more. I'm like, Trump ain't feeling us. Cops still killing us. It's taking shots. Can't stop me. They ain't real enough. Cut her off. Act like she's dead and it's killing her. New Don, her mess seat. I let the ceiling up. Just to kill him softly. Ooh, get him off me. Try to crucify me like I'm Jesus on the way she crossed me. I'm like Jesus the way she crossed me. I'm too bossy and too thorough to move like a weirdo on point like an arrow. We started off with zero. Now I'm seeing M's. Diamonds like water and they jumping out the gym. Shooting like Harden if your head was the rim. Cause just want to line me up like a shape up and a trim. Damn. Back when I was broke, they was cool with it. Now every move I make, I'm in the news with it. Even if I ain't do it, they be like, you did it. My teacher always you did tell it. me you gonna lose. That's why I never went to school. And while I'm rapping like I got something to prove, went out and bought the mansion with the pool in it, Billy with the stamp, I get two with it, move with it, because these want to take my life, no weapon form against me every time I pray at night, scooping, scooping thotties in a phantom, that's the way of life, and make them their best friends like they was dykes, reaching for the Glock every time I play the light, I'm on 12 o'clock every time I play them bikes, I'm with the pack, uh, getting back, yeah, spending dope. Selling smack, gang. I'm getting chips off music like rap snacks. Yeah, 10 million cash of Ethica, that's a fact. 
Money, power, respect, eating breakfast on a jet. I know you. I know these upset. They ain't see me fall yet. Wins and losses. They want to see me fold, and I will never sell my soul. I'm on some shit they ain't seen before. Dream chasing, catching all my goals. And I don't need these whores. I'm getting money, man, all my woes. Play with me, you know it's all out war. The young niggas going all out for us. Bloggers in a frenzy, truck to the Bentley. Ain't doing no interviews, I'm busy, we litty. So when you see me out, don't ask me about no Nikki. Fuck, I look like telling my business on Wendy. This gossip like Queens, it was serving fiends. 40 busts out your windows, Jasmine Sullivan. They told him pop mollies, I told him to be king. Sipping 1942 like it's lean. I done seen all these to try to downplay my dreams. So I'm going to give it to him every time I'm on the scene. Pull up, ghost, ghost, wraith, wraith when you see me. Some suckers want to be me and some suckers want to leave me. I know it. I go through it. Don't show it. I told those who wrote it ain't taking it back for what it quoted. Started off with a quarter, flipped that to a half, turned that to an ounce, got some shit in the stash. Just say that he going to rob me, put a brick in his ass. Now every killer in the city trying to look for his ass. And one thing about Meek Millie, I'm going to get to a bag. Had to starve all day just to get to it fast. Like Ramadan, toting K's like it's Palestine. Real, it's in my ambiance, bottom line. Every, ever since I met Ross and signed a dotted line, I gave my mama 10,000 at least a thousand times. Do the math on it. And the hood comes on, of course. Next verse. Talking, this my cocky flow. Damn, Daniel, why you sunning? Mr. Miyaki, though. This that rose gold, this that rose gold petite. Call me like 94. Mean nothing to me. I tell you how it gotta go. Rain sleet on that corner when the block was slow. Everybody was trying to trap. We started popping, though. Heard that say she cut me. I was like, adios. In the field, knock them down. It looked like dominoes. Young, I turned my Impala to a wraith. When you get a dollar, they gon' hate. By my mom in the crib with that gate. Private school for all them babies, now they straight. You want to see me fold, and I will never sell my soul. I'm on some shit they never seen before. Dream chasing, catching all my goals. And I don't need these whores. I'm getting money, man, all my woes. Play with me, you know it's all out war. They going all out for us. 1942 flows, Meek Mill. That's that old Meek Mill, man. You need to get back to that. I ain't gonna lie to you though. One thing I hate about me is cause me, Ace Hood went down the drain. That's true. That's very true. And Ace Hood was that nigga. I saw Ace Hood too this weekend at uh this past weekend at Rolling Loud. He at Rolling Loud, that boy went crazy. I'm not gonna lie to you, he did his thing. That boy was that nigga, bro. He was really supposed to be that. He was really. I don't know. I feel like I, don't, I feel like some. I feel like some slimy happened. Time will tell. He'll tell his truth eventually. Some slimy had to happen, bro, because Rose, Rose and, and, and Khaled just put that nigga to the side and then up came E. Mill. Well, well Ro, Rick, what did Rick Ross have to do with um, with uh, Ace Hood? I thought Ace Hood was strictly Khaled. He was Khaled. He's strictly Khaled. Yeah, I'm saying he is, but Ross used to fuck with that nigga too, though. I think he got. I think he suffered from the fact that like they both kind of had that same tone, that like that kind of shouty tone to their voice when they rap. A lot of times, mm-hmm. yeah, I can see that. I can see that. And either way, shout out to the both of them. Uh, Buddha, where can they reach us on email? Ball Sports Podcast at Gmail. What about on Twitter? Balls underscore podcast and on Instagram. 
Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. Yes, sir. Dylan, what we telling him? It's time to get off the air. Is this how we done this now? 234. 234. It's 234 time, man. Thanks. Fucking thanks, man. Real talk. Y'all couldn't be listening to any other sports podcast in the world, but you listen to us and we appreciate that. Keep giving us these clicks and these listens, and we're going to keep giving you this content to ride to, ride to, potentially get hot to. Like Weezy, we out here. Yeah, bye, host. See, See you later.